We haven't done anything. We haven't broken any rules. Name one person whose life was so much better because they broke a couple of rules. Picasso. He broke art rules. Rosa Parks. Name another Susan one. Susan B. Anthony. God damn it. everyone and welcome to the fan splainers my name is david dedrick and i'm ian boothby and this week we are we're splitting the bill another we're, double feature we're gonna do another double feature we're gonna look at uh, how many superhero movies are we doing this time around? we're doing zero superhero movies unless you consider book smart to be a superhero be origin a, story yes i don't think so and at some point they get hit with radiation <laughs> I don't think, and get powers i don't think we can take it that far all right but i you can maybe consider we're also doing, so Ian has uh, obviously let the cat out of the bag, mm-hmm. finally. It was really squalling in there. Um, or the cat woman out of the bag. The cat woman Holly out of the Berry bag. Because Berry is in the first movie. <laughs> okay, now you've let out the second cat that we had. in the, We had two cats in a bag, and really it wasn't a good idea. No, that's, so, listen, each, each cat deserves its own bag. Let's admit that. So each cat deserves a bag. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Okay. How well, cheap are you? Well. Like, how much does a bag cost? Each bags Give are, each cat its own bag. Cat bags. All right, listen, we got two, kind of two cats, two bags, two films. <laughs> two films. Today. So this week, or this episode, I guess we should say this episode since it's not a weekly show, so it's weird to say this. This bi-week, we are looking at John Wick, mm-hmm. Parabellum. Uh, John Wick Chapter 3. Parabellum. But take a pause. Yes. Parabellum. Okay. And we are also looking at Booksmart. Take a pause. Oops. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> There's no reason to pause. <laughs> That's it. I shouldn't have paused at all. I'm nope. sorry, everyone. So I guess we'll start with John Wick. All right. Because that is the uh, more exciting movie of the two. Right. Um, and because it's a Keanu Reeves thing, do I get to tell my Keanu Reeves story fast? Sure, if My you Keanu want to. Reeves story is this. Uh, the first big audition I had when I, was, uh, when I was a kid, I was like about 13 years old, I think, maybe 14. And uh, it came down to me and another uh, uh, person for a role in a show called Hanging In. Mm-hmm. Where it was like, uh, like I was a, an angry young youth. Oh, okay. And, uh, and then I was told... Uh, and again, this I thought you were like going to be playing a kitten. No, that would okay. be letting the cat out of the bag. Um, and uh, I was told, mm-hmm. maybe it was just a nice thing to tell me. Yeah. Well, they went with this other guy because he lives in Toronto. And yeah. It's, and they don't have to pay to fly him out. Mm. And I went, oh, that's a nice thing to say to me. Uh, and that other person was Keanu Reeves, and that was his first acting role. Oh. So his first acting role came down to him and me. He got it. And now he's John Wick, and yeah. I'm, I'm talking about John Wick <laughs> with you. So in, in, in a way, we're both winners. Okay. No, I'm actually totally fine with that. It's all good. That's good. Yeah. I feel I feel like you're he, just saying something nice yeah, He to started me. off doing CBC shows. He did a mm-hmm. show called Going Great okay. as well, where he would uh, interview people that were uh, successful youths. In, uh, okay. And you, can, you can see a little video of him with a, a, a girl who has her own horse, and she's showing huh? him how to horse ride and uh he's a little bit of a jerk with her a little bit okay but just like you know that kind of jerk you are when you're a little bit youthful and what have you mm-hmm. uh but uh you know he seems to have uh, grown into quite uh, a, a lovely man mm. and uh, every story you hear about keanu reeves is a delightful one you've never heard a bad story about keanu reeves and that's pretty amazing considering how long he's been keanu reeves 
and uh, to the point where he's now in uh, almost always be my maybe, and he's hilarious in that. So he's. Uh, I don't he's, know what that is. It's a movie on Netflix. Okay. It's a romantic comedy, and he is uh, in it, and he's very very good. Now. Oh, okay. I'll have to check it out. Yes, yeah. I do. Did you enjoy a romantic comedy? I do love romantic comedies. But do you enjoy a rom com? I do enjoy a rom com. Okay, you can get that personal with it. I get. I I also enjoy enjoy a, a Roco. Oh, very good. Which yeah. is. A rom- it's, a, it's kind of like a rom-com. Oh, okay. I thought shorter. was some sort of device. It's like a short film. It short sounds like movie. what they used to dye your hair, the Oropo <laughs> things. So did no. you like the other two John Wick movies before before this? Okay, well, let's talk about that a little bit. I thought the first film was up to a point quite, quite brilliant. I thought that what's really good about it is it's an action movie. So let's not talk about it in any other way than that it's a pioneering action film. Okay. And that it sort of invented something new that we didn't have before, which has been called gun foo. The idea of using right. a gun up close. That wasn't really something that was done very often in films before, using a gun in close quarter combat. Most times in gun fights, it's people standing far away from each other shooting. Thinking of like a great scene, like in the film Heat, mm-hmm. where you have people firing their weapons, but they're firing at a great distance from each other. Right, or like a, um, oh my gosh, you know, a movie by. I'm glad you interrupted. <laughs> uh, I completely, I completely blanked at uh, at the name of the uh, person. So you just, you just. Oh no, no, what, what, what no, no, movie? you go Let's ahead. Let's try to no, figure it out. Let's do no, a game. No, Let's do won't. a game. No, we won't. Let's do a game. Nope, <laughs> we will not do a game. Because who's the actor in it? It doesn't matter. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you got me curious. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure I did. <laughs> I can look it up. Yep. Okay. Um, but so unlike films like that, or you know, the last you know century of movies, John Wick sort of this kind of new idea of having, well, at least in a popular way, it may have it might have existed in, in some other form that I don't know, but in a in a popular film, the idea of using a gun almost as your fist, right? Basically, you know, he's almost just punching people in the head, but shooting them in the head with his gun. But it just feels like a punch more than it feels like. You know, someone's firing. Right, here's who oh, I was thinking sure. of, and I just okay. was embarrassed because it's such an obvious name. <laughs> okay. uh, I couldn't remember. I, I couldn't remember the last name. I didn't want to get it wrong. John yeah. Woo. Oh, John like, Woo. John Woo yeah. romanticizes that kind of like. Uh, mm-hmm. I think if there's anything that was similar to uh, Gun uh, Fu before, it's yeah. like a John Woo movie. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you that. Thank you. Um, but once again, I will take it. But once again, the guns in those films are not used the same. They're not used in a physical way, the way that okay. they are in a John Woo film. If there's ever going to be an American form of a martial arts movie, it feels like this is what it's going to be. It's going to involve guns. Yeah. And it is different yeah. than, say, a hard-boiled or something like that. So sure. I felt like a movie like Hard-Boiled really does romanticize the gun. Oh, it's and, a big uh, part of the, the... I mean, yes, the John Woo films, I think, also were revolutionary in how they use the gun as well. I mean... The double handgun yeah. thing was a big part of, of that. Of everyone that then lifted immediately mm-hmm. afterwards. Mm-hmm. Immediately went to lethal weapon, yeah. and then immediately went to everything else. And yeah. it was like, how, how? Why are you just using one gun? Mm-hmm. Seems mm-hmm. lazy. <laughs> you should have a whole bunch. Yeah, uh, yeah. When you look at scenes like tequila, you know, rappelling down on the rope into the warehouse and firing as he's coming down, and you know, th- those scenes are more about uh, kind of a choreographed. You know, gunfights, but they're not—they're not as visceral as the John Wick ones. Right. How about think. something like a Robert Rodriguez, like an El Mariachi, or any of the remakes of that? You know, those also seem to really romanticize, you know, uh, guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, there was a wide of variety of other of yeah. other weapons. Though, to be fair, in this movie, and we'll get to it, there are many other weapons that show up. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, well, this film follows a new trend in films, which which is the knife. 
has become the new the new thing. Okay, though I, though again, we're going back to I'm trying to think of like whatever the remake of El Mariachi was, the where he did it again. Desperado. But, uh, yeah, when he had Danny Trejo, and mm-hmm. he was the guy who like opened up the coat and had all the knives, and he okay. was throwing 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 the knives in a very similar fashion to what we get in here. Though I think it's it's done better in uh, in this in this film. Yes, there's a film on. Now it's my turn to go to, to blank, but sure. just because I can. I can this never is called uh, this movie film. reviews with guys who are over fifty. <laughs> there's a film on Netflix. You know that guy with the hat um, comes out of the people that did the, not the director, but some of the actors and and some of the people involved in the raid films. Okay. Uh, they did a film called We Are We Are the Night or something. It has a name like that too. All right. And that film is just absolutely jam packed with people getting knives put through them into them across them and every which way like it's just it's just a real gore fest in a way guns are like when you watch that film you're like wow guns are so much like a cleaner way to 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 murder people once you introduce knives it just seems like everything's drenched after that yeah i would say it's it's interesting that you mentioned the raid because i feel like uh john wick took a lot of the pacing from the raid Mm. you know they say that uh you know once you had uh, raiders of the lost ark movies tried to duplicate that pacing yeah and then the raid came and it was just oh it's interesting we went from raiders to raid coincidence (laughs) yes it is why would you even it's just similar words um but the intensity and like not letting up not letting up not letting up a little bit of a talk back to it back to it back to it uh that felt like what the Mm -hmm. the the last couple of john wick movies have been like yeah this one as well and i think the other thing i think is not so much the first one, but the second one definitely has a first-person shooter feel to it. Like you're watching a video game mm-hmm. where you have a sense of, you know, just someone going through and sort of cleaning out tunnels is a big part of True, of though it's a different type of video game as well in that it's one of those video games where you get to plan as well. Because mm. you see him yes. hiding guns mm-hmm. and then that all paying off later on, which yeah. it, which is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's mm-hmm. uh, it's definitely a different yeah. uh, type of video game. It's like it's a more realistic cheat code. Mm-hmm. You know, so suddenly you just have an unlimited number of guns that are at hand. It's also nice because it shows you that he is good at what he does. And it's not just a fluke that he happens to be the guy who's a little bit faster on the draw yeah, yeah. than everyone else in the world. That's true. Yeah. And I, my only problem with the first film, and I've talked about this in other on other shows that we've done is the the break the 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 you know the second act low point of him being captured and then being allowed to live which i just feel like is it just it stretches my credulity too it stretches it too far and i just i move out of the movie at that point i'm just like throwing my hands in in exasperation where you feel like oh haven't we learned by now didn't austin powers teach us by now that the monologue is the dumbest well, Most stereotypical, cliched, sure. overused. Okay, you know, and it doesn't. It so I know it's supposed to create like a sense of tension mm-hmm. and kind of up the ante, and you know we get. But I just feel like it's so. It's. But what does? Okay, let me let me get into that then. Sure. Uh, as long as you finished your point on yeah, that. Go ahead. All right. What does the villain there want? What does he want? Does he want John Wick dead? Is that what he wants? I don't think that's what he wants. What he wants is he's got Baba Yaga. Yeah. He's got the devil. Yeah. And what do you do when you've got the devil? Do you just kill the devil? I no. Think so. This is the best moment of it's your, your best, life. That's your best. No, no, no. No, it's not. <laughs> you're, you're, you've got. Once the devil's dead. No, no. Then what? Then what's, go what's back life? To your life? You go back to your life. That's not what he wants. He doesn't want to just have this 
person cease to exist. That's yeah. not what he wants. He wants the glamour, the glory. He wants to be Baba Yaga. He wants to be the devil. Yeah. And you you aren't the the devil doesn't just go up to a guy and goes, Blam, you're dead. Oh well, done. No, then you're just the thug. Sure. You have to have glamour. And the whole point of, of this world is uh, assassinations are glamorous. Everything is done with style. Well, Everything this is, is done with This class. hasn't really been introduced yet, the idea. Well, I guess it sort of has. There is the hotel. Well, they set him up as, again, I, I said Baba Yaga, but yeah, he is the worst thing that there is. Yeah. So when you tell this story of like, I had him in the chair, and then what did you do? I did this. And you've got to tell the story. Yeah. If it's just, I went up and I shot him in the face. Yeah. Oh, well, mm. Mm, that's a great story. We're done. <laughs> you know, who cares? You know? Well, you guess, want It's all about reputation. It's all about honor it's all about style yeah and that to me makes sense it's when the joker i guess i'm more practical than the joker people. has batman and the joker could shoot batman in the head yeah but then the joker's got nothing but the joker hanging batman upside down in a, a pool full of sharks that are dressed like clowns <laughs> now he's got a story to tell yeah, everybody so. and that's what he wants he wants the event <sighs> And that's what uh, these guys want as well. I get what you're going from, but for for that to be the case, you have to treat things realistically, and there isn't anything realistic about this world. Well, I'll disagree with you in that of point. Super assassins. Yeah, I'll disagree with you on that point because in the first film, we haven't quite had the door fully open that we don't. We, I don't think I understood at that point. You know, there's a network of assassins. You know, they've got a glamorous hotel. You know, they've got a code of honor. You know they've got all this stuff. Yeah, but you just see a few of them. You don't realize that it's half the world is True. employed in this in this occupation. Right. So you just see a few people. You're not thinking that it's this giant world and there's a bunch of people with tattoos working switchboards somewhere else. And, mm -hmm. you know, like that that aspect of it, we're, we're kind of left in the dark at, the, at this point. So, you know, yes, maybe if you've seen two and three and if I watched that, the first one again, I would be more like, well, okay, I can accept this. Here, uh, here's just to jump ahead a little silliness. bit. Let me say, by the time I got to the third movie, mm -hmm. um, and I saw everyone with a tattoo and everyone looked cool, yeah. uh, to hell with it. Like, that was too much. <laughs> to me, like, if everything's cool, nothing's cool. Yeah. You know, and, and so everything was cool on cool on cool on cool. Yeah. And it's just like, eh, well, who cares then? You know, you got to have something that's a little bit grounded or the one person that like isn't that, yeah. isn't like a complete stylized mm. thing just to balance some stuff out. Yeah. And uh, no, everyone's just a, a giant, freaky, you know, artistic thing. Even the most, you know, basic people with the most basic jobs, they've got sleeve tattoos and they're completely glam. And it, it would be the most interesting person in a completely different movie. And it's like, okay, then the whole world is this. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. But like, since everything's this, then nothing is this. Yeah. And there's no balance. Mm -hmm. I can see that. But then they're like, the real world is us. We're the boring people. We're the workaday, you know, schlubs. Then what they need to do is show the contrast. Mm. They need to pass by some, some schlubs <laughs> and see what they're up to. And they're yeah. like, what's this? But no, everyone's, everyone's completely glam or in a nightclub or yeah. doing something amazing yeah. with their lives. And it's like, okay, so that's New York, huh? All right. And the one guy who isn't is Lawrence Fishburne, yeah. who but who still is in his own way glamorous, but he's like pigeon homeless glamorous. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, he's a he's a crazy character as well. I mean, you don't want anyone, anyone to be dull. I get that, but you need a little bit of balance, hmm. you know. It's the James Bond thing. If everyone's James Bond, then who cares that James Bond is James Bond? Yeah. Yeah. So that was how you felt to the third one? Or I, I by the third one, yes, a little bit. Okay. Like uh if I'm going in a general thing of how I felt about the mm -hmm. about the movie, 
Um, I thought there was some some really great standalone action sequences that I thought were very intense and worked. Yeah. Uh, but everything was so the same and sort of just an upped version of what I'd seen previously mm-hmm. uh, that it didn't really deliver me any emotional impact. I didn't really care about anything. And it was just like sitting back and watching footage yeah. and going, this is good, but I know he can't die and she can't die. And okay. And that guy can't die. And all right. So yeah, this is very well done. It's very well done. And we're done. Oh, wait, you're still going? <laughs> oh, it's continuing. Eh, okay. I thought it was going to wrap up. Okay. So, well, I'll probably go see the next one, and that's fine. They're making too much money to wrap it up. Hmm? I guess the trilogy is no longer a thing now. It's just the the con the continue the continuology. Is yeah, the I mean, now. it's again, and and when I say it's well done, it's very well done. Mm-hmm. Like the action sequences are technically great. Yes, and it is nice seeing someone my age able to be an action star. That mm. still feels very uh, re- relaxing to me when I'm like, okay. Tom Cruise can still do this. And I know I'm not Tom Cruise, but I know Tom Cruise is older than me. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, a guy slightly older than me can climb up a pipe. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's it's good to know. It's good to know that this is not completely yeah. over the hill at this point. Sure. And Keanu still is, okay, that's good. We, we, we don't see him under a pile of blankets with, a, with ice bags all over him after he does that. Yeah. Though, you know, maybe by the end of the movie he would be, because he was a bit messed up by the end. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The... Okay, well, let's talk about. I mean, I to me the second film has been my favorite so far. Okay, I really like the second film. There's less dogs being killed, so I'm all for that. <laughs> By the way, the first film I think did uh, something. We used to go to uh, kind of revenge movies. Sometimes we go to midnight yes, movies. Yes, yes. And quite often the idea would be uh, someone is attacked, and it's like it's a. De- you could even have like a death wish movie. It's like uh, his wife and daughter are assaulted and, and killed or something, and now it's the revenge. Yeah, you know, or her daughter is this, and she's going to go, and she's going to, you know, uh, get the guy. And so you want that, but you don't want the gruesomeness of seeing a rape or something like that off the top. It doesn't quite work anymore. Like mm. it's the, the, you know, so, so having a puppy killed quickly, uh, was a way to like, oh, it's shocking. Yeah. It's awful. Everything's justified now, but mm. you don't get that. It, it seemed like it really worked for the time that it was. And I'm glad they didn't like do that kind of cheap thing on, on these two. I don't think it's cheap, but it, to, to duplicate it would be cheap. Yes. To have another like yeah. just death of something that's like adorable mm-hmm. and sweet. Yeah. Yeah. You know, to keep things going. I got a ahead. kitten. That's, oh, good that's right. Yeah. When you see that he's got a dog, you're like, oh no, he's got another dog. But no, it's fine. The dog's fine and that's yeah. all right. Yeah. No, I thought it was a brilliant. Um, I know you don't like uh, pup animals being killed in movies, but. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about Jaws? Was it okay when they blew up Jaws? And which time? <laughs> um, but I thought yes, I agree with you. I thought that that was a a great beginning to a film because it's something that in you know if you did that thirty years ago, people would be wondering why someone's getting so wrapped worked up about a dog. You know, like it just wouldn't feel it would feel kind of weird. But I think we've got, got reached a point in our culture now where we've, we're all like on board with the idea of murdering hundreds of people because they because a dog got killed. Well, I mean, what in the first film he had given up the life, which mm-hmm. is what you want. You yeah. want kind of the the cowboy who is yeah. like I'm hanging up the and again then normally you'd kill somebody and he'd have to go after you. Yeah. But like uh, he's hanging up his guns, he's buried them all, he's done it all, he's done. Yeah. Uh, and but and he set up his home and like mm-hmm. you can burn his home but you haven't like destroyed his home. Yeah. Uh, you can like get rid of pictures of his wife, you know, who which was, but she's he still got the memories of home. Yeah. But his dog, 
his dog is his home. That's yeah. that's who he loves, and that represents home. Yeah. And you just took away his home. You took away his his everything there, and now now it's time mm. for revenge. It works, mm. you know. Well, I guess that. I guess the second film does have the destruction of his home, the actual destruction yeah. of the physical home. Which is which is okay, but it's not as bad as... It's kind of, un, I guess it sort of untethers him from from that. That's right. And it, what's kind of fun about the films, it's almost like after the final Harry Potter book came out, I reread the entire series in like one, not one sitting, but in one month or whatever. That is a long bathroom trip. <laughs> That's very long. Uh, well, you don't know me. I don't. And I wish you wouldn't judge me. I don't. But the... What was kind of fun about rereading it was just the discovery of without the the actual like waiting between books was how quickly the books follow in their chronology like basically you know they get out their summer and then they're back at school again and the next story starts so even and then the stories where the the action kind of starts in the summer in between the 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 school starting so you just have no break mm-hmm. and then you realize with this film that there's never been a break in mm-hmm. the action of the film that the first film ended the second film starts exactly where the last film ended just with him getting his car yeah then the the second <laughs> film ends with him on the run with a time limit and right. the third film starts with him on the run this this uh, i'll tell you what you're reminding me of now yeah is back to the future okay where marty mcfly has a very busy couple of days in a row i see very very busy indeed yeah. but again it's separated by time, i have not so. uh, i've not seen it's like immediately second, after he deals one. with uh trying to get his mom not to have sex with him and coming back and destroying the space-time continuum yeah immediately doc brown shows up and goes you got to come with me and immediately they're into that and then immediately after that he has to like go back and uh get doc brown from the past past okay it's just like it's all just go 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 but yes yeah so if you watch those films in a row without the break the break of years of making them then you'd get that sense of right and it's the same with the john wick film it's not until you're thinking about it that you go oh yeah it's actually just one sure really really busy week it would be interesting <laughs> to watch all three in a row yeah yeah to see if the, if it works i've in watched flow. two of them in a row and i have actually have to, i'll tell you a little secret it's tiresome Mm-hmm. It's really tiring. Like it's just, I think because there's so much action, you get kind of exhausted. So many guys getting shot in the face. Yeah, it's probably it would probably be better to do it like once once a week viewing or something like that. Okay, you still you still have a sense of of continuity. You got you're, a little wick whack by it all. Yeah, yeah, I did get a real wick whack because it was it was yeah it was just kind of just too much. Like it's just too too much visceral action, and after a while, your mind just kind of shuts off because it becomes meaningless after a while. Right. And there was a, there's a little something that uh, not a little something, but it, what was set up by the by again, it's tough because you know if you've got a cliffhanger, it's tough sometimes to live up to the cliff, yeah. cliffhanger. And the last cliffhanger was basically the entire world is against you now. Yes, and their world is chasing you, and John looks scared for the first time you've ever seen him look scared. Yeah, and he's running, and like oh boy, is this guy in trouble? And they have a bit of that in here. But it, it that gets loosened, and it doesn't feel yeah. like the world is. It's not quite him. as tense as you thought it was going to be. No, he's trying to he's trying to figure stuff out. He's mm-hmm. going to the desert. He's he's traveling places. He's yeah. figuring stuff out, and it's it's not that. Oh no 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 no! Someone is always going to be at your heels. You can never relax. Go go go! Though it's tough to make a movie like that with that kind of tension throughout. Yeah. I felt like the desert sequence was kind of. Uh, I didn't really enjoy it, and I thought it was a, a kind of it was a bit slack feeling and i didn't quite it just feel it felt like they were taking adding too much stuff to this world mm-hmm. the idea that you're just supposed to walk in the desert until you can't walk any farther then some guy's going to show up and pick you up and take you yeah did he get a call about that is, is it mystical it is really this random right? yeah it, it almost feels like a doctor strange or yeah. kung fu type thing mm-hmm. um 
Okay, but before, all right, let's just kind of go through. Like, we start off with him, uh, you know, uh, getting, uh, getting, you know, running, having a TikTok man, go yeah. the old TikTok. Yeah. Um, which I like. I, I like that actor. I forget his name, but Jason Manzukis. Yeah, he does the uh, How Did This Get Made? The podcast, and he's yeah. on Brooklyn Nine Nine, and is mm-hmm. always good in everything he does. Yeah, I wish he funny. had had more to do. He top and tails this, yeah, but has very little to do within it, and it's like, oh, that's a shame because he's he's an interesting guy. Mm-hmm. I, that's why I felt for most people. It was like, oh, I'd like to see Ian McShane do some stuff. Nah, he's not really. He's just kind of around, and yeah. it's like, oh, Lawrence Fishburne. He's going to do some stuff. Nah, he's not really going to do anything. <laughs> oh, there's a guy. Who? What's he from? Oh, and that guy That guy started bothering me. I was like, what's he from? What's he from? What's he from? And then like. What was he from? He was from Iron Chef. Oh. The remake of Iron oh, Chef. He okay. is the Iron. He yeah, is the new yeah, Iron yeah. Chef. That's right. He's also in uh, the remake of Hawaii Five O. He's the Wo- I think it's Wolfat. He's the he's the villain. Okay, main villain in, in that. And he's he's a very good martial artist. And I found okay. him kind of charming. But it was like I thought was, he was very. Odd. I thought his performance in this film was a little odd. I I but because it was different than everyone else being so cool. Yeah. Like here's why I liked him because he's sort of fanboyish. Yes, that's mm. the thing. He because the whole thing is is almost like uh, this organization that promotes murder is cool <laughs> yeah. and you should like them because they fight with honor and they're cool and they have good tattoos and everything's great <laughs> and you never get into thing of like maybe murder's wrong yeah, yeah. no one ever suggests that murder's wrong uh-huh. and you shouldn't do murder yeah. which is I think what his wife John Wick's wife was like don't do murder anymore yeah, yeah. knock it off um, but here's a guy taken to the uh, who seems like a fan of this whole world and is just like it's great. I'm like you. Yeah. I'm as cool as you. And it's like, no, you're not. Yeah. No. Someone who was really like this would be this kind of creepy weirdo. And I like that he was that kind of creepy weirdo, but still was very good at what he did. Yeah. So yeah. that that to me was a different thing. And he, he had a different beat than everyone else. And so mm. it was a bit of a relief every time he came on for me. <laughs> I could see how it would take you a little bit out of the movie because he is totally different than the rest. Sure. But that to me was a plus. I, you know, I don't mind. I don't think it to- tonal changes are always bad but it just, it just seemed to just kind of odd it was an odd performance but it's it's fine mm-hmm. it works to a degree but okay go anyway go on so he's on the run yeah he's on the run he's got his dog he's excommunicado Kato. he's 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 uh he's injured and so he goes to uh a guy to stitch him up yes and uh has to uh you know fake that he is attacking him that which was a good thing like i like yeah. the guy saying you got to shoot me between the blam it's like <laughs> okay but don't miss my blam it's like all right and yeah. uh yeah. just showing that he's very very good at what he does yeah. and you know, he's, we're still waiting for the time where, like, everyone's going to come after him. And then when everyone comes after him, we have, like, some good action scenes. We mm-hmm. have, as you said, the knife scene, which is which is, which is is very good. It's like very the, well choreographed. The scene. throwing yeah. knives. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's 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 fantastic. The throwing and the stabbing with knives. Was, yes. <laughs> there was a lot yeah. of knives. It's very gruesome. Uh, there's a there's an eye scene that's like ugh, yeah. you know. Uh, like I say, I think I think not. I think knife scenes are gonna are the next stage in, in action movies. Well, you can do them CGI style and mm. and and make it look right now, and they've got the technology to do that. So sure, why not? Sure. And we've seen guns to death, and and there's a little bit of something too with America with gun culture, where you know you never know when your movie's going to come out. Is it going to come out right after a shooting? Mm. Probably, because yeah. unfortunately that's the world we live in. Yeah. So do you want to, after something horrible happens, see a big shoot them out? Well, I mean, no one's coming out with like 97 knives and throwing them at people. So I guess. 
that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Or you know, oh, here come some people on horseback with swords. Okay, that's always going to be fine. We're always going to be all right with mm. that. So yeah, the creativity actually uh, distances you from the re- any connections with reality, which I think is a benefit in this kind of film, okay. where you want to have. Uh, you know, a, a fictional high adventure, good yeah. time. Also, I just think that you've done two films where people are getting shot in the head by a guy holding them by the collar of their jacket. There's only so many ways you can do. You know, it's really, it's really revolutionary in, in John Wick, and it's and they do switch it up a little bit for John Wick too, where they do, like I said, it's more of a first person shooter. Their style of filming it and 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 choreographing the, the sequences. And this film kind of shifts again, and, and it doesn't have as much of the gunplay, and more it has more variety, yes. Um, so yeah, so he has this incredible fight in what looks like, is it a Wild West museum? What kind of, because yeah, the sequence where he's sure, like trying yeah. to, he's basically doing like a, he does a, what do you call it, a tribute to the scene in, in The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, where Eli Wallach's character comes back, Tuco comes out of the desert into this small town. And he goes into this general store and he basically builds himself a gun while the storekeeper's watching him. Mm. And John Wick does that. He starts taking apart a couple guns and he puts them together oh, okay. into a, a better gun because he's taking components nice. of the guns. And then he does where he listens to the barrel turning, click, 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 which Tuco does in The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. So, but it's this, it's a weird sequence because there's, there's no like payoff to it in the sense kind of like, ah, uh? it's more like this is kind of a, ah, uh? do you remember this scene from the good and the bad, the ugly when Tuco built a gun? He doesn't steal it and steal the money from the storekeeper after building the gun and then hang a closed sign in on the storekeeper's mouth and then leave. He just, yeah, the guys come in and he has to shoot it once. But it's just, it's just kind of weird. Like it's just a, well, a moment. Is, as I said, it was a tribute. He also uh, gets the, um, he also gets the uh, what's it what's it called the rosary uh, from uh, from the book in the library uh, yes, that he uh, later right. you, you you get to know his history so mm-hmm. like later on he goes to see uh, Ange- Angelica, Angelica Houston, Houston yeah. and uh, you find out that you know he's got a history there and that she, you know the, he's one of them whatever they are and <laughs> yeah. they you know there's debts and everyone's got a debt I and everyone debt. Is- Debt to you're the right, blood debt. A, you're right. It is a kind of honor society, which we don't really have any in, in, in Western culture anyway. Yeah. We don't live in this sort of weird honor culture. And the whole thing was he broke the honor culture. That's why he's excommunicated or yeah. excommunicado. Excommunicado. Yeah. How many times <laughs> do you say that, uh, Mr. McShane? Mr. <laughs> Ian McShane seems to have a good gig right now um, doing the Donald Sutherland thing, which Donald Sutherland will show up in your movie, sit down and have a little bit of a chin wag with yeah. you, but he's always going to be in a nice fancy room, sitting mm. down, maybe yeah. eating something, have a nice <laughs> glass of wine, sure. and that's his part. And he'll and, do he'll do the uh, what do they call it the something dump the uh, yeah the information dump the exposition dump exposition dump yeah yeah and this is what Ian McShane does you know in this he did it in Hellboy mm. very recently yeah, and he's yeah. doing it he's doing it here that's right in our Hellboy if you want to hear our Hellboy review you can go back and look at that one we did it Hellboy with um, another movie yes that was called Us. Yep. Now, now, my thing about this is John Wick broke the honor code, and yet is constantly using the honor code with everyone else. Yeah, yeah. Just like, but you owe me. And it's like, well, no, because you, I think once you've broken it, mm-hmm. then it doesn't, does it count? Like, it seems like you're really leaning on this through the whole thing with everybody, mm-hmm. and yet, no, 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 you broke it. Yeah. So, you're done. You can't, like, go, like, you know, that. Once you don't pay your debt, you can't go, you owe me a debt. It's like, well, no. Because yeah. you're out of this whole thing, I think. Uh, like, I, I when he when he goes to see Halle Berry, yeah. and says you owe me, and yeah, shows and the exact same thing that he 
got basically tossed away. It's like she, she could easily have said, well, that means nothing anymore. You're not part of this. Well, he uh, didn't toss it away because he followed yeah. it to the letter. He did exactly the opposite of what he wanted to do, which okay, was murder, yes. murder that guy's sister. Oh, yeah. His sin was that he shot the guy in the hotel. That's right. And that was the that was the breaking of the rules that made him. That's right. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So in that case, he was following his own sense of honor and that this guy used him in order to le- to leverage himself into his sister's position. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, kind of, I guess, by sitting in the hotel and, and using the hotel as a the hotel sanctuary in order to protect himself from any reprisal was too much for John Wick. Do you think it was a mistake for him to, to do that? I mean, I guess... As far as the plot goes, no. Because it changed. He's got to do something to do breaks something, the yeah. But in terms of sequelitis... You know, you get you end up with a problem of where you have to keep developing the character, and it kind of loses what makes it interesting, which was a mystery about him, like exactly who he was. Like we yeah. we know he's covered in tattoos, which look like Russian tattoos, sure, that we know from you know watching like uh, that movie with Viggo Mortensen, the David Cronenberg film, Eastern Promises, and so we know we go like, oh, I guess he has a connection to to the Russian mob. Okay, so that's part of his character, but then over explain anything about him he's a very mysterious character yeah maybe this is a problem with this film is that we see way too much of this world and the more you see of the world the more it just becomes like a crazy fairy tale and almost a fairy godmother shows up and goes i grant you a wish um (laughs) like why that was good was you know everything's built on rules Mm -hmm. and he broke the big rule yeah broke it yeah Ah, now what are we doing because he's now not part of this anymore you're on your own but then he just leans in this one on all the rules again, yeah, the different yeah, rules. Yeah. It's like, no, you're the rebel. You're the rule breaker. That's right. You can bring down this house of cards. And it mm-hmm. felt like that's what they were going to do. It felt like, uh, you know, because you had the woman who was, you know, the, the one adjudicator. Who, the adjudicator. Comes, yes. You know, and, and clearly she's the villain in this. She's, she's yes. the bad guy. She's dressed like a Nazi. So, of course, she's bad. Yeah. Um, so, it's like, oh, he's going to have to bring down the whole organization to free himself. Oh, that's great. You're going to have to, like, this whole structure is there, and you're going to have to bring down this castle. Yeah. That's amazing. Let's see what happens. No, you're just going back to the castle, and you want to be forgiven by the king. And it's like, why is that interesting? Why is it interesting to see him begging for his life to someone who is, you know, uh, head of of this organization? More importantly than that. All right. We got a great scene in the barn. Where oh, that's a good scene. That's a lot of fun. I guess they're computer-generated horses. I certainly hope so. Because uh, he just slaps them in the butt, and they just kick out. Which yeah, I like if horses. Ho- did that? They would be the most dangerous creature in the world. I like the now you your experience with horses. You have I'm two horses. Very experienced with horses. You used to shoe horses, so you've been yes. behind many a horse. That is S H O E horses. That's right. Yeah, you would not shoe them because they would then kick you in the face. Shoe. <laughs> um, Often people think I shot them when I say oh, I used to shoe horses. They shoe horses, don't they? Yeah, and they go. You shot horses? No, no. Shoe. I put shoes That's on. right. I shod at their feet. Uh, as much as I enjoy the gung fu, yeah. I do even more appreciate the horse fu. <laughs> I like a guy who over and over again just uses a horse to just like kill people. Uh, that was pretty that was pretty it great. It was fun, yeah. And I have fun. not seen that before no, in no. that kind of thing. It's so very that novel, was that yeah. was that was interesting and new, yes. That was fun and I and I, I like the fact that the the director, I guess when they were planning the storyboarding or whatever, he Suddenly went, hey, Kanu knows how to ride. We should have a scene where he's riding a horse. Yeah, he learned on Going Great. <laughs> ah, there you go. That's where they got it from. That's, That's right. right. In the 80s. And so you know, he's, a pretty good, he's a pretty good rider. Like, there's, you know, lots of actors. And you actors out there, I'm going to be like Don Cherry here. You actors out there, you 
If you're an actor out there, learn to ride a horse. Because it is a saleable skill that you will be asked to use at some point. And I know many an actor who said they can ride a horse, and they cannot ride a horse, mm. and then they have to ride a horse, and then they tell me a story later of, like, almost going off a cliff. <laughs> I'm like, don't lie about... What you can do. Yeah, yeah. Learn how to ride the horse. Learn how to ride a horse, because it is a very good skill, and there is nothing more obvious to people who do who ride horses or than actors who can't ride. It is so obvious. It's so glaringly obvious. Yeah. It's, it's the most uncomfortable thing to watch in the world, somebody who can't ride, ride a horse. Because they're just bouncing up and down the saddle. But Keanu can. And he looked very good. Look good, yeah. And once again, I'm quite certain that the motorcycles he was fighting with a sword um, were computer generated. Maybe. Who knows now? Because I can't imagine like a horse being okay with motorcycles riding that close to him. But mm. it, it could be a very good horse. Like It's possible. I am very interested. I would like to see a making of on this one. I would too. I would be really curious of behind the scenes stuff. Wow. I wish they still made DVDs with behind the scenes stuff. They do. It'll be out on DVD. (laughs) I know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, We're still in that world. Okay. So, what is your feel? How how do you feel about uh, Halle Berry? How do I feel about Halle Berry? Yes. Let's go in this movie and we can also go in general. She's a beautiful lady, a very beautiful lady, but I don't think she's the world's greatest actress. I think her perform- uh, her performance as Jinx in yeah is the world not enough it's one of those the ones. world is not enough is uh, pretty awful and uh, Catwoman obviously Catwoman is a real c- terrible thing but Storm she, you know she's good at she's good when she's good like she I thought she was good in um, the Spike Lee film whose name I can't remember well, now well she won she won an Oscar for Monsters Ball Monsters Ball I have not seen that film though to me and again this is me being a cynical uh, son of a bitch. Um, she goes from neutral to sad, and then more sad and more sad in yeah, that. Yeah, And I'm going to say, as someone who, again, I have not gotten an Academy Award. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay? So, you can go like, hey, you're not, no good actor. Yeah. Where's yours? Shut up. Yeah. But to me, one of the easiest things in the world to portray is sad. Okay. Uh, because you're a little kid. The first thing you learn is to look sad to get something that you want. <laughs> right? That's like true. sad is, yeah. you can go yeah. to sad quite true. easily. People act like, oh, no, you can cry on command. That's amazing. No, that's, that's a trick. It's okay. You can do yeah. it. It's fine. Mm. But there's no levels or I, I don't get a lot of depth from what she's doing. Yeah. And especially when she's in something action-y like an X-Men or a James yeah. Bond where she's got to make the off-handed witticisms yeah. and, you know, that kind of like too cool for school type thing. And I don't think she can pull it off. And a lot of people can, but I don't think she can do it. And and she's in that, in this, and I don't know why I'm supposed to like her. Yeah. I don't really know what their relationship is, except that they've got a bit of a relationship. They're definitely, they're not attracted to each other. There's no tension like that. Yeah. And when she leaves the movie, uh, there's no impact on that. And he doesn't, he's not really changed in any no, way. And no. This is a real James Bond part of the film, I feel like. The whole, yeah. what we're talking about now is a sequence where when John Wick goes to Morocco, I think it's Morocco. Oh, she's become a very popular place to go to in films because Casablanca. Uh, oh, Casablanca. I'm sorry. Goes to Casablanca, which I guess, I guess that's supposed to. There evoke. was some movie shot there, and I'm not sure what it was. Some Casablanca. Movie. Yeah, there's I can't remember the name of it. I can't either. There was a movie named Casablanca that was filmed in Hollywood. If that's what you're thinking about. Oh, that's probably what I was okay. thinking about. And yes, yeah, so I guess it's supposed to evoke some sense of of the you know mystery and, and yeah. And that is the James Bond thing, is you go to exotic locales, mm-hmm. uh, shoot some people, and then leave. But also, you you have a relationship with someone that's meaningless. Yeah. Like, Usually, the first woman he sleeps with uh, dies. 
Yeah. And then the next one is mm-hmm. fine. And then sometimes seduces the villain lady. So it kind of sounds like we're trying to, we want our cake and eat it too, because I was complaining earlier that it feels like by expanding John Wick's character, like his backstory, that we're kind of losing what's interesting about him. And we do learn about her character to a degree, and we learn that they have a relationship, but it's not, it's not detailed how they're related to each other. Right. What's more important is that he has a hold on her with that dumb um, little thing they carry around that has a, a, a thumbprint of blood yeah, in it. Yeah, it looks like a pocket watch with, like, stabbing. Yeah, <laughs> stab. Yeah, it's fine. Like, to me, if you... Okay, so if you're going to bring a character in... Like, first of all, I'm I'm great with, like, bringing a woman in at this point, which is great, you know, because otherwise it's sure. just dude on dude on dude on dude on yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, all we right. Had, we had um, Ruby Rose la- last time. Oh yeah, but I'm talking in this movie. Yes, like okay, so, yeah. you know. So, so okay, far, we've got been, yeah. uh, we've got someone. Uh, we're mixing it up a little bit. Yeah, but she's got to be better than he is, and she's not. Though the dogs are <laughs> like the dogs are great. Yeah, like it's really interesting seeing the dogs, and that really does become like a video game to me. I played that video game a lot, where you send the dog out, and the dog goes okay. and like tears everyone to pieces and then comes back yeah. and the dog can never be hurt yeah those dog actors are really good they're really good on their marks and stuff like that but weren't you confused when the dog got shot and then suddenly there's two dogs again in that fight sequence no i just assumed she had two dogs well, okay she had two dogs one gets shot yeah so you're like oh i guess that dog is is dead i suppose but i guess it was had some sort of protection because didn't she like bring i can't yeah no that. it did it had a bulletproof vest oh okay it was lucky he didn't shoot the dog in the head mm. that was okay. lucky it's fortunate it's yeah. weird too. Like, why yeah. wouldn't you shoot the dog in the head? You're a jerk <laughs> that you shot the dog in the side. That's a mean way to shoot a dog. Like, yeah. if you're going to kill a dog, the right? Whole, the whole sequence is weird. It's a weird sequence, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, it's uh, again because once again, it's a pleading sequence. Like, if right. you, it's like, like I say, like you start off with this character who's incre- incredibly mysterious. He's the Baba Yaga. He's this boogeyman monster, like so such a proficient murderer right. killer that everyone's terrified. You know, do you know what you've done? Everyone's saying to this stupid yeah, kid. Yeah, you've done the worst thing you can do. Yeah. And then by the time we get to the third film, we've got him like pleading with some like bureaucrat. Which which would be- <laughs> which would work yeah. if that was impactful to that guy. Yeah. That's the problem is like once once he's excommunicado, everyone assumes like he's nothing. Like TikTok guy going TikTok, Mister Wick. Oh wait, yeah. aren't you scared shitless of this guy? Yeah. Because if he feels like it, he's got nothing to lose, and he could just like throw a piece of glass at your face, and like you're dead. <laughs> yeah. Like he's yeah. he is the monster. Mm-hmm. So when this guy, you know, is conf- is confronting him, you would think like I have the great Baba Yaga here. Yeah. And he is begging for me. Well, this is fantastic for me. Yeah. That it couldn't be better. But no, sure. it's just like who gives a shit? Yeah. yeah. Doesn't care. Yeah. And it's like I want uh, your dog. What are we doing? He wants your dog. <laughs> like I get the whole thing is. You're gonna, uh, we're gonna hurt another dog, and then, but this dog isn't, and it's fine. It plays fine, but it doesn't work for what it I, I is. Did, I like, didn't make that connection. I guess it takes but, your, it, yeah. it takes all the impact out of it. Like no one, no one feels like he's a badass anymore. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. and the whole thing that was making him a badass was he had a membership card. <laughs> like he's still him, man. Right. I got my Sam's Club card. Right. Like everyone, everyone, you know, uh, Ian McShane is the only one except for you know the uh, concierge. Uh, who seem to be like, you know, uh, it's, it's an even fight, him against the world, you know, he, he's, you know, they, they still know he's a badass. Yeah, yeah. But absolutely everyone else that goes up against him. Mm-hmm. What are you, what are you dumb? Yeah, when he approaches Angelica Houston, she is, she's 
Ugh. Yeah, she's like she dis- she's treats him with with. Uh, yeah. I'm yelling at ballerinas right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yelling at someone. I'm going to make into the new Black Widow. What? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have time for this. Yeah, it's very it's very strange. Like his character, what a what a come down to a character to go from to go from the Baba Yaga to the I don't know what he is the blah 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 the blah 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 yeah just the the begging Yaga because he's yeah he does and no one seems to care too that like you know. Oh, uh, like he just fought 60 people. What happened? They're all dead and lying in the street. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right now. By the way, also, what happens in this world? Is there a cleanup crew? Yes, there is. Remember those people who come when they get the, the tokens and they clean up the house? Okay, well, just, which is great. I yeah. understand that. But so like Mr. Wolves when you have that... that sh- okay, how many Mr. Wolves are there? Because like this is infinite people that are like dead. Yeah. How do you sneak all them out of there? Like that's a lot of work. Like they really should have showed a little bit of like, okay, we gotta we gotta really clean this up. This is okay. This is a lot. This is a big old mess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay, so you got Holly Berry. Who cares? I didn't care. I didn't care about Holly Berry. She did a thing. I like the dogs. It's done. It's over. <laughs> then he gets the thing where he's told, uh, you know what you got to do is you got to walk in the desert. Until you can't walk no more. Yeah. Halle Berry does the dick move of like spitting in the bottle. Yeah. And it's just like, what are, you, what are you doing, Halle Berry? What are we, what are we doing? Why, why do I care? What's this about? Yeah. You know, and he's, all right, I'm going to walk with my spit bottle. And yeah. He goes, he passes out, he meets. He litters, uh, he leaves his bottle line in the Yeah, sand. he meets someone. He's, you know, they ask like, what, what are you living for? So that I can like remember my wife. Okay, I guess that's yeah. okay. That doesn't seem to be what your motivation was before. Yeah, no, it this is a new it, element. Well, it seemed like it was a revenge thing, wasn't it? Like it was like you killed my dog, and now I'm going to kill you and all of you. Anyone who tries to stop me from killing one person. Well, it's possible that like the dog represented, you know, his wife to him, and yeah, and, and everything. that's what, exactly what she's. She is his. She the dog is her final gift to him, right? And that's the connection between them is this dog, and then this dumb guy. Uh, this you know, Russian gangster's son kills that dog. Yeah, a guy who's a dope who doesn't know uh, uh, the, yeah. the, what's he what he's doing. Yeah, makes a dumb move That's and right. then sets the dominoes off and, and screws everything up. And then the father's love for his son, who even though he's a dummy and a spoiled brat, the father's love for him will not allow him to let John Wick yeah. kill his son. So it becomes an all-out war, which works for me because, like, listen, mobsters. It's a dumb thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's a dumb thing to be a mobster, really. Yeah. And so you're going to have a bunch of guys that think they're tough, macho guys. It's, it's, you know, it's done to more comedic effect here with the guy at the end. But he's, he's just a big comedy dumb dumb in, in, in that one as well. And that works because, like, it also contrasts with John Wick. Like, he's the guy who's got a code of honor. He's got all this guy. And the other th- guy thinks he's above everything. Yeah. But now we reverse it and, like, okay, John Wick went out, outside of it. So what, what happens now? I don't know. And they don't play it. They don't yeah. play any of the interesting beats that you could play with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so it goes in the... And uh, the problem with... Okay, okay I know that you enjoyed the Iron Chef's uh, <laughs> performance in the film. I was but, all right with it. I, it, was a, the, it was a bit of variety. But the problem for me with the, it is yeah. that you need to have a, an equally powerful character to go after John Wick. Mm-hmm. You know, and that character feels like he's an amateur that he's a fan he's a you know he's a fan of john wick that he's kind of well you see him do other stuff he's and a he's, thrill he's, seeker he can kill a lot of people quite sure, well sure but can he kill does he feel like a threat to john wick he never feels like a who threat knows to john wick. who knows yeah he just he just didn't like his character is played in a kind of weird way that doesn't feel like he's like the equal he's the other baba yaga he's mm-hmm. the he's the new baba yaga who's come to get john wick like we don't there's never any time in the film where we're presented with that kind of character 
And so the movie, it's kind of, it just kind of keeps on ticking, but you know, and, and of course it's great because the action scenes are great. Like, even though we're, you know, kind of putting down what Halle Berry did, the action scene she's in with the dogs is great. And it's, yeah, it's really fine. well, well made, like yeah. well filmed, you know, done with long shots with these highly trained dogs that are like following, going to their marks, like mental. It's just great how well it's done. Yep. But some really good animals in this. But what the payoff is to that or what our emotional connection is to it is there's no emotional connection yeah. to what's happening in that, in that sequence because we're not sure what we should be feeling because we didn't hate the guy who, or we didn't like the guy who shot the dog. But at the same time, we don't understand. We're not connected to that to her dogs in the way that we're connected to his dog in the mm. first film. Because that dog, we understand the relationship. We understand that the wife has had this mysteriously shipped to him, which also, seems very ador- adorable little puppy. It's like so and, cute. Yeah. And what are you doing? And whereas the other film, we're like, we don't understand. We're like, kind of like, well, do what, what, what are the debt here? What is the, where, what, who owes what to whom and what, what is the role of this guy? What can he do? And he's not going to do it anyway. He just, he's just being a jerk. Yeah. And then. And she's a jerk to him and everyone's a and jerk. And everyone's getting killed and you're just kind of like, I don't understand. Does yeah. anyone, does anyone deserve this? Like, what's going right. on? Like what? Ha- like yeah. if John Wick dies, aside from the movie being over, what's it matter? What's it mm-hmm. matter? Like he's he's had his revenge. Yeah, his story is done. He has completed the task that he wanted to complete. Sure. And now he's now he's on the run, which I well, guess we feel for him. Yet so what? But in the second film, what it does in, in that movie is it takes his character and it it punishes him. You know, like he gets punished by this fancy guy who ha- has his debt and demands that he kill. His sister, who that we see in the film, that John Wick has, has a feelings for her, is, a, is likes her, doesn't is is unwilling to do this job. Is only doing it because of honor. And then having to kill all her, you know, all her um, henchmen or whatever you want to call them, he's not enjoying that. He's just doing it to survive. You know, so it's it's kind of a it's kind of a lowering of his character in terms of his own personal sense of his honor. And then his fighting Common, you know, Common's in the right. In yeah. their fight sequences, because Co- Common is her bodyguard, yeah, and he is trying to revenge her death the same which, way. Which that, is why you don't kill Common by the end, because that would not be satisfying to the audience. And and John Wick, John Wick is basically in that sequence. He is the Russian gangster's son. He has killed sure. Common's puppy in in that way, you know. So his vengeance is totally justified. So in a way, we're not on John Wick's side through these parts of the film. The, now the film, so the film has taken his character and has like lowered, put him down, and now he's he's excommunicado. He's you know he's killed this gangster in order to assuage his own sense of honor. You know he's basically taken Common's role in this mm-hmm. and done what Common could couldn't do, which is kill the killer because he's only a tool. He's not the actual yeah. killer. And but now what? Like there's like we're, we can't go down farther than this. He's already sunk to the, to the level where he was just a common murderer and, mm-hmm. a, and a thug, basically being used as a, a tool of a of a you know psychopath. So I can't, I don't see where the film can go now. Like where the like the third one. So you're kind of like, well, where do we go now? We open up the world, mm-hmm. so we get to see more of more tattooed people with with cool cat's eye glasses. And okay, like to me, we the, get the adjudicator. So like we, it seems like he's trying to get, he's begging for forgiveness from people that aren't the people to beg for forgiveness from. No, because these are the worst. But he shouldn't be begging for forgiveness anyway, because what he did was an act of honor. He right. killed a guy who True. selfishly murdered his but sister. But his, but in the motivation that he's saying here, it's because yeah. he's the only thing that's keeping his wife's memory alive. That's strange. She didn't meet anyone else in the world. But okay, all right. So, um. So he's the only thing, he's keeping your memory alive and that's yeah. his reason for 
having to be alive and kill everyone else in the world. Yeah. He's got, he's got a, it's no, it's no reason though. It's right? not a strong, it's not yeah. a strong thing. So yeah. he goes to the, so he gets told by, uh, what's, what's, what's the guy's name? Uh, whoever the head of everything is, you know, yeah. uh, you know, you've got to go, you got to kill Ian McShane. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to, and he takes his finger. He takes his ring, wedding ring, cuts off his finger. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we got that. It's, you know, it's gruesome. It's what you do. It's a thing. It's, it's fine. And, and, and there. So he's, it, I know, again, what, where are we with this? Yes. There's no payoff. Doesn't here. it feel like he should just shoot that guy and like work <laughs> his way down? Like, really? Like, what's the difference? Yeah. Like, what, yeah. why? Yeah. Why is he, why is, yeah, why is he sucking up to the system that he's rejected at the end of the second film? Right. Does he believe in it? Like, yeah. Shouldn't just, he be like, shouldn't this film be his, I mean, I guess... You should be taking this organization out, which seems like what they're going to do with the next movie, but, like, why are we wasting time? Why why are we wasting time to get to this story? Yeah, why why do we need... Why are we fucking around right now? Yeah, And you got the... And and through this whole thing, everyone that helped him is being maimed uh, along the way... Oh, uh, yeah. So, yes. ...by the woman. Um, So, uh, you know, I was getting, like... By the woman, did you say? Well, yeah. She's, like, saying... Cut him nine oh, times, or stabbing yeah, yeah. people yeah. through the hands, or just doing something mm. gruesome with everybody. It's yeah. like, all right, fine. I guess there's some. Co- she, I wish she had a book that she opened up and just had to like look at the rules. Yeah, and she's not enough of a character either. Oh, I need to see no, a little a something of her where she just is. Is you know, she has she, a personality. She likes something, or she orders a food yeah. that's a little different, or yeah. something. Yeah, you know, or how did she rise to where she is in this organization? Mm. What mm. do you do? Is she an assassin herself, yeah. or has she never killed anyone herself, and she's got no blood on her hands, yeah. and she's this other thing? Also, Just a bureaucrat. Keeps her, keeps her hands clean. Yeah. What's her deal? You know, because everyone seems to be cool mm-hmm. and... All right, fine. I, I want to know if it's like a, an encyclopedia salesman pyramid scheme where you still have to get in a few killings every month in order to keep your position in, the, in, the, in this company. You know, it's kind of like, you know, you've, you've got a, you get like a, you know, you get a reminder that you're behind in your, you know, in your, what you're expected to uh i can't remember what they call it now but you know what i mean in your yeah. sales a quota you gotta you got a quota you gotta meet you got a quota of kills yeah you're behind otherwise we can't write off all these guns <laughs> so uh yeah he goes to the hotel but, sorry, sorry you understand what i mean though right like yeah so the the second film follows our classic three-act structure sure. it's our second act low point mm-hmm. so, rock bottom rock bottom here we go so what is this movie then is this movie rocker bottom or or is it is it the third act rise to something but there's no real rise to it it feels more like it's just sort of like a plane circling in the well, sky he's making he's making all these oaths to yeah. people that are bullshit like he's not gonna keep his oaths no. to, to do any of this stuff so it's like okay so you're not your honor's gone which is fine because it, like you're you, all you're all murderers so like who gives a fuck if you're like being sure. honorable to this like league but, of murderers but if you okay so this is an honor-based society and so, in this honor-based society, he realizes in the second film that what he thought of as an honor-based society has no honor. That's correct. Which is right. That's a good thing to realize. That's absolutely right. So it's, it's the thing about like you know in the Godfather where you know um, Don Corleone has this uh, air of civility yes. and and honor, yeah. and that wasn't something that was ever in the mob. And then mm-hmm. the real mob went, "Oh, I like that. We should have that." It's like, but it's not what it is. Like yeah. they're just a bunch of murdering thugs. This is what it is. Yeah. The real thing is. So he found out. 
that what he had and believed in yeah. wrong. Your religion was wrong. Yeah. Your religion, what you believe or whatever your organization you work for is wrong. Yeah. What do you do now? Beg them for forgiveness. No, <laughs> that's not right. at all. That's right. Yeah, it's... Not at all. That's so the, not that's, the thing. That's the next Leo Ramini film is going back to Scientology to ask ask for their forgiveness. Yeah. And... Why are you scared? I'm scared because if I die, uh, memory of my wife is going to be gone. <sighs> okay. Yeah. It's not how... I, yeah, it's just not how it works. You can maybe do that, but I really need more setup for that. You really need <laughs> that is a bigger concept than you have laid out. Yeah, and so, so yeah, so that so when we reach into the, the second film where he recovers his honor by shooting the brother. Yeah. Now he is in the he that for him he is in the right position now. Like he was in the wrong when he yeah. killed the sister by by following this this contract thing. So that for him should be thrown out the window. Right. So he shouldn't be going to the library and grabbing the the crucifix to use that as some sort of leverage with with um Angelica Houston's character in order to get passage to Casablanca so that he can present another a le- piece of leverage to to Halle Berry's character that so that he can go and so they can go and beg a guy for to 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 see the person that he sees anyway without the use yeah. of that guy. Like it, it would make sense now that you know you see this organization has maimed all these people. Yeah, it would it would make sense that Angelica Houston and Lawrence Fishburne in the next movie, you know, even though it seems like they're setting it up that Lawrence Fishburne is against John Wick in the next movie. Yeah, but it would make sense that they could all work together now to bring down this organization because mm-hmm. the organization has hurt all these people in 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 yeah. in, in this way. So now they're you know you're going to have a war. And br- and bring it all down, which is great. They should. That's what it should do. But like, again, should have been in this one. Yeah, but it's what but it we sets don't want. And... We don't want him getting help from Angelica Houston and stuff like that to bring down the organization. Well, she's the head of you know an army. Yeah. And Lawrence Fishburne is the head of an army. Uh, and if you've got this an army, be the Battle of the Five Armies. Have you not seen the Final Hobbit film? Do you know, know. how it's going to be CGI thing versus CGI thing? You're <laughs> absolutely right. So he goes back to the hotel. Puts his hand on the steps. Yeah. Now he, no one can hurt him because he's uh, on hollowed ground. Basically, he can't be can't be killed when he's yeah. there. Yeah. But is he going to kill Ian McShane? Let's let's see. Mm. No, he's not. And Ian McShane won't won't kill him. And so now the organization. What, what do they call it? The hand, the final, the big hand, the big hands the hand. on the one, something like that. <laughs> no. Anyway, they're all mad. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's where things are. So they uh, deconsecrate the hotel and give him a little bit of a head start, get everyone out. Yeah. And now, you know, uh, the the goons are going to come in and shoot up the... The religious house. elements are weird in this... Uh, How so? Oh, it just, just seems odd, like the deconsecrating and the excommunicado and things like that. Are yeah. Just, it's kind of odd. It's an odd use of... Uh, like, you want to then see, like, well, where did this start? And because mm. obviously it feels like it's definitely got some Roman Catholic well, you aspects to that, to you it. have to read the Da Vinci Code. And there, and there you are. So, uh, so then we end up having, uh, you know, big, big fight in the hotel, which is fine. It was I a mean, good fight. It's a good I like, fight. I like and the, I like the two guys. I like the two older guys who it almost felt like those guys were like, I waited to see, like, are those the stunt choreographers? Cause it feels like these guys are clearly people who are somebody. What are the older guys? Sorry. Uh, they were the guys who were working with the Iron Chef, but oh, they were the, the lead guys. The guys from the raid. 
Oh, are they from the raid? Yeah, they, yeah. They, like clearly they were something. I'm sorry, I don't know their names. I don't. Yeah, I don't. They're, either, they're both but, from the raid. But they were something, and I went either yeah. they're the stunt choreographers or they're from other movies, and yeah. we're supposed to know them. Uh, but because they're being played with such honor and style, it's clear they're somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like that he lets them basically both live, and that's like nice. And you yeah, know, it's that's good. It's all that's all fine. Don't bang your hand on the table. Oh, I'm sure. Really getting a big boom every time you do. So it. sorry about yeah, that. I know. You want to gesture? Maybe we'll get you a pad to. Understood. Um, yeah. The only problem with the fight sequence with those with the two the two fellows from the raid and raid redemption is that you can really see they're holding back because oh. Keanu Reeves is just not. He just cannot do martial arts the way that those those guys can. Well, oh, I like that they're delighted by him. They're really enjoying the fight. Yeah, yeah. And there's definitely I do like that part that, of it. Yeah. I do. I do. You know, I like the idea that there's honor in fighting. There's honor in battle. Yeah. I think, you know, I think that's an in- interesting thing. You like know, to them, if they beat him, well, that's wonderful. And yeah. if they don't, they've been beaten by Baba Yaga. So, yeah. yeah. You know, this is a good death. So I, I, we're, they're all for it. It's mm-hmm. all fine. Mm-hmm. And there's but a yeah. little bit of that with the, with the, I don't want to keep saying the Iron Chef, but if, <laughs> but that guy as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's kind of like watching um, Bruce Lee fighting, uh, was it, uh, Kareem Abdul, Abdul Jabbar in Abdul-Jabbar, Game of yeah. Death, where, you know, you kicks can, him and you see the the footprint on well, his chest. Well, more just that he cannot like Jabbar could not fight on the same level as nope. Bruce Lee, so Bruce Lee has to tone it way down for that sequence. And it's kind of the same thing here. Like we don't get the raid level fight sequence in in the in you know, which is what you'd like to see, obviously, as those guys fighting like yeah, at the level, on. the full on fighting. But because Kandarus is not a trained martial artist, you know, he's a person who could learn some moves and stuff like that. But he's, you know, he's our age which makes you a lot stiffer you're not quite as limber like you you and i could each kill probably about 50 guys but well yeah you know easy but then you get a little that my neck yeah and you're gonna feel it the next day yeah it's like like playing softball kill 50 guys or play a game of softball well that's a good example like i have a hard time throwing a ball because my shoulder i don't have you're murdering i don't have i don't have the same you know limberness of getting my arm over, over you know without it paining me so so if I if I warmed up I could do it, but just throwing a ball I tend to throw it down towards okay. the ground. And Kenny Reeves is facing the same thing. He's older. His knees aren't as great as they used to be. His shoulders aren't as great as they used to be. So fighting young guys doing martial arts it's difficult. You end up kind of looking like Steven Seagal Ooh. if you're not careful. So oh you have gosh. to really. So the fight car- the worst choreography insult of all. The fight choreography is really good in that sequence. So he does not look like Steven Seagal. By he, the way, here's a story from a friend of mine really fast about Steven sure. Seagal. Steven Seagal likes uh, kicking people in the nuts when he's fighting them. Like, for real? Like, stunt guys? Oh, really? Dick move. Uh, And um, so my friend uh, got some uh, chain mail and uh, loaded it up. Sure. And then uh, Steven Seagal did do that and really hurt his foot. Good. And couldn't complain because you weren't supposed to kick the guy in the nuts anyway. And he would always pretend like it was an accident. It wasn't an accident. But yeah, really hurt his foot. Good. By the way, uh, you know how everyone's got a great Keanu Reeves story? Yeah. Everyone's got a bad Steven Seagal story. Well, he's he is a... the opposite of Keanu Reeves. If, you, if you're looking for the bizarro version of Keanu Reeves, <laughs> Steven Seagal. Um, so, we get to, uh, so we get to that final uh, fight in uh, mm. Mirrored. It's a very, very, very good sequence. Yeah, it's very, not Mirrored. It's just Glass. It's a glass. Sorry. Yeah. That's right. So The Mirrors was the last one. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, it's good, and uh, you know uh, he uh, they have a nice little talk at the end, and it's it's you know either you buy it or you don't. I bought it. I thought it was interesting. What was the sorry final talk about? Uh, it was it was uh, he's he's got like I believe the sword in him, and he's uh, oh, okay. sort of dying. He's like I'm gonna fight you again or something. Nah, you're not. Yeah, and uh, he leaves. Yeah, no, that was like, really good. Falls that over. was really good. Yeah, I really like that. Just the fact that once again, like you say, he uh, he respects John Wick 
I mean, of course he wanted to kill him. Yeah. But he wanted to kill him out of respect. You know, and so their fight was respectful. Yeah. And then John Wick is respectful enough to sit with him until he dies. Yep. You know, it is a it is a very good scene. It's very good. Yeah. Yeah. So uh then uh once again, no guns, knives and swords. Right. Then the adjudicator uh you know, has a has a has a talk with uh What? What is bug an old adjudicator? That's know. a question everyone's asking. I know. They really need to develop that part a bit more. Uh, but the, um, but then John Wick shows up and, uh, he shoots John Wick. John Wick falls, mm. uh, apparently to his death, though we all know it's not to his death. Do we explain that Ian McShane can, can, um, he can get his, his, his control of the hotel back by killing John Wick? Oh, that's Wick's true. Okay. Yeah. So he that's why he, he doesn't just shoot him randomly. He, yeah. he is given the same choice as John Wick. So John Wick was given the opportunity to, to redeem him. himself yeah. by killing Ian McShane's character, but he doesn't. He, he decides to not kill him because he's still, he real. I mean, why is it taking him so long to realize that this whole assassination organization, I don't care how cool their tattoos are. It's a big crock baloney. Yeah. They, they really, their sense of honor is, is, is not, is twisted. It's a twisted sense of honor. It doesn't really follow any kind of code that is fair or, or adjudicable. It's really not an adjudicable code. That's all I'm going to say. It's a hard word to say. That's right. Every time you say that word, you get a dollar. <laughs> Thank you. I made two dollars. And so, so he doesn't kill Ian McShane's character. Flip the choice. Now, Ian McShane is given the opportunity to redeem himself by killing John Wick, which he takes right away without because hesitation. Because it's the end of the movie. <laughs> but also, it, re- re- it reveals his character. It's a, you know, we think of him as an honorable. Now, do you think that he is trying to kill John Wick there? Yeah. I don't. Like, to me, that, like, we sort of set up everyone's really a freaking genius at killing. Yeah, yeah. Like, And I don't know what Ian McShane's thing is, but he's been around for a long-ass sure, time. Sure, sure. And we have the thing at the beginning with John Wick and the guy uh, repairing him, the doctor, and the knowing exactly where to shoot a guy yeah. so that you don't kill him. Sure. But that it looks like you've killed him. Yeah. So, to me, that's what that was about. Like, it feels like... It's possible. You know, because it's, it's like if you're going to kill if revealed. you're going to kill John Wick, shoot him in the head. Yeah. Like, don't shoot him anywhere that he's going to, like... Because, to to be know. fair to... Is his name Lucius? Whatever his name is. To be fair to that character, uh, he's been a hotel manager for 40 years. Winston. Winston, that's right. Thank you. Uh, he's been a hotel manager for 40 years. So, I don't know if his In the his murder hotel. Skills. I don't know about his shooting... But he's just a... But I, I don't think you get to run the hotel if you haven't been king of the murderers yourself, probably. Why not? I don't know how you think this, this adjudicator has been a murderess? No, I don't think she has. But it feels like Ian Mc... If you got Ian McShane, <laughs> Ian McShane has a history. Yeah, as Lovejoy. And in uh, Deadwood. So he knows I've never how to saw Deadwood. Him. All I can think of him is, oh, is Lovejoy. People seem to enjoy Deadwood. I think you might want to give it a try. Yeah. I have not seen it either. Um, but so that's why Ian McShane's in everything. It's yeah. because of Deadwood. Oh. They like Lovejoy. I but, it was but of Lovejoy. The re- no, it's no, it's not. No, they no, didn't no. go, hey, you know who'd be good in this? <laughs> Lovejoy. No. They said who'd be good in this? <laughs> I know. Guy from Deadwood. I know. Um, so my su- I suspect that he shot him somewhere I'll that you're swearing. not supposed to. Swearing so him. fall, 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 he wally coyotes down, yeah. hits every awning in the world on the way down. A and safe falls like, on him. And, uh, yeah, and it's told, like, the well, the hotel's back in business. Boy, good luck cleaning that up. Uh, no one's getting that damage deposit back. Woo! And also, so many corpses. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, what's is he, there a, is You there just a, have to give out those little gold coins, and the guys yeah. will come in. Is and there a single police officer in New York City in yeah. this movie yeah. at all? No. Is there anyone driving by going, is that a guy on a horse? <laughs> Uh, with a sword, uh, uh, guys shooting guys motorcycles with, with the swords, yeah, and thing. Is there not, not a not a single cop? Like I understand they're on the payroll, yeah, 
but is everyone gone? Is are, are all the police gone? Like yeah. no one a thing. No one notices this hotel is all armor piercing bullets. Yeah. You know, sh- like no one in the hotel next door is looking out their window going, "Huh. Maybe <laughs> uh maybe I should get of, this on my cell phone." A lot and, of uh, muzzle flashes in the yeah, window. Yeah, a lot of hmm. <laughs> Yeah, oh, and the open roof where they just shot a guy. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. All right. So anyway, John Wick falls to apparently his death. Uh, the uh, the hotel is reconsecrated. Yeah. Everything's reset. Things are good. But wait. But wait. Yeah. The TikTok man. Uh, he gathered him up and uh, took him to. Is it Lawrence Fishburne? Did he take him to Lawrence Fishburne? To the so? ki- yeah, to the king. Okay, he's taking him to the king. So uh, yeah, that's king of Brooklyn. So there we go. We're gonna. That's where we. Uh, you know, and he asks like if he wants revenge. And he, uh, he, are you mad, John? I think he says at the end, he's like, yeah, I'm mad. <laughs> yeah, it's like, he's mad. Well, you're also dumb. <laughs> you know, are you sure you don't want to go and beg some more people for forgiveness, <laughs> yeah, John? Right. You want to go? So it looks like the next one's going to be John Wick's trying to bring down, uh, everyone. Yeah. And then I'm sure Ian McShane, I, 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 Ian McShane, I'm sure will like, I, I shot you. Well, you'd be fine. And yeah. uh, it's like, eh. It's going to be that, and they're going to go up against each other. The nice thing is, if it is army against army, then it, well, but here's what you can get. Uh, You can get the guys from the raid going up someone else from another who are really good martial artists, and you get a bunch of that going on. But I think, I can't see any way that this is now going to not be so busy (laughs) that it's just going to be, ugh. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's taken the focus off this small little thing, and now it's just this incredible world, you know, with sheiks. And, you know, follow the star until you pass out. And yeah. then three moons. And then a camel will come and whisper you a secret. And listen to it twice. Give him your hand. And then uh, marry the camel. Oh. All right, it's fine. And then go, ugh, hump day, am I right? And then, uh, then wait. I'd walk a mile for that camel. Exactly. So, uh, in general, I will see uh, I will see the next one. Of course. Um, it's called John Wick Postbellum. And I may, I may buy this film and just watch the action scenes. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would definitely like to see the the making of uh, of it. I, I'm curious, like how much of it is. I feel like the direct these the director of these films is a is really proud of the stunt work in the movies, as they should be, and has striven to make films that that have as much practical effect as possible and as little CGI aid. But I mean, CGI is a big part of films nowadays. But I like it better. I like CGI better if it's on the discrete side rather than the obvious. I was just CGI. looking up something here and I was like, the guy who played the doctor off the top? Yes. He was in the Matrix. And oh, okay. he was the key, key maker. The key, the key, key maker. Key yeah. maker. Okay. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Right. I was like, oh, this feels like these guys have a relationship from a past movie. That, mm. Again, it, 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 there's always these it. moments where it's like, this is Winky. Yeah. This is Winky. It's sure. like, oh, what's he saying to Lawrence Fishburne? This is Winky. Oh, right. Because they were both in the make. I, I, I see that. All right. Him and Halle Berry. Did they do anything together? No, I don't think they've done anything together. No, I don't think so. No, they're not winky at each other. Jung- okay. Jungle Fever. That's the movie she was good in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. As a crack addicted uh, youth. Excellent. All right. So uh, John Wick. Uh, you know that's that's what we thought. Uh, and we'll we'll. <laughs> but we'll, by the way, I just want to point out that despite my complaints about some of the elements of the film, I really did enjoy it. Yeah. And I and saw despite it, all my rage, I'm still just a rat in a cage. And I thought it was a great audience because I saw it with an audience that was vocally uh, upset at times, not like angry, but just kind of like stuff like ooh. That's yeah, my audience kind of uh, had a problem with the eye popping scene. Yeah, that's good. I like when people react. To that t- that took fun. them out of it for a little bit, that's and fun. then brought them back later on. Huh. So our second, really, movie. the audience started talking to itself. Is it like talking and 
Or people left, or no, but it was definitely a oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. I, like I that. think there might have been a couple of people who are like I don't know if I want to stick around if it's going to be a bunch of eye popping <laughs> kind of thing. That's not what I. That's not what I signed up mm. for. Um, so our next film is a very similar film. Yes, uh, that's to, why we chose them. They're so thematically linked. That's right. Uh, it's it's called uh, it's called Booksmart. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Olivia Wilde is the director. Yes, amazing. Um, nice, great job. Uh, is there, it's did. her debut uh, film, right? I, I believe so. I do. Think I think some right. shorts, uh, what have you. And uh, I had not seen. Um, I think it's like M- Emily Halpern. I had not seen her before. No, I had not seen uh, Beanie. What's her name? Beanie. Uh, uh, is it Sarah? Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm getting the written names wrong. It's Caitlin. Uh, uh, Caitlin uh, Deaver and uh, Beanie uh, Feldstein. Now, now Beanie is uh, the sister of Jonah Hill, yes. right? Yes. Uh, and she's been in uh, Neighbors 2, and okay. she's in uh, What We Do in the Shadows, the TV series. She had kind of a good that. run okay. in that. Uh, this thing. She's got good comedic timing. I was looking forward to seeing what she was going to do in this. Uh, and uh, people have been a little sad at the box office performance of this film, but... You know, who knows what movies people go to see nowadays? And yeah, it's a problem in this crazy 3D world, and how much the movies cost, and it's ten car ads in a row, and it's <laughs> it's tough to go something to something that's maybe not an event event. You yeah, know, it's a very expensive evening out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's, I did see it in the theater. I did see it in the theater as well, but I see a lot of films because it was recommended that we see it. Yeah, and we decided to go. Now, what did you in general? What did you uh, What did you think of this film? All right, well. I thought the film, I thought the film started great. Then I thought it's got really kind of a rough patch. And then I felt like it just got better and better. Okay. Until it ended. And then I said, okay. I said, well, that was great. This movie's going to be a hit. I'll tell you right now, everyone. This movie, destined for greatness. No stopping the, oh, she went. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, I liked it quite a bit. Um, I never thought that it really completely took off. Okay. I didn't think it had like a lot of memorable, memorable scenes. Like mm. the characters were really appealing. That's what I liked about it. That's right. It was a quiet film that like seemed to be selling itself as a different film than it was. Like, that was a problem. They but that's not the, the problem of the movie. They showed the outrageous scenes in the trailer, and yeah. it made it look like you're going to see these two nerdy girls yeah. let loose and go bananas oh, that's what on I'm... like their last night of freedom. Okay. Ah. And that seems like oh, that's an interesting film to see. Mm. I haven't seen that. Yes. Yeah. You've seen that movie? No, I haven't. Again. I mean, girls doing it. But yeah, I, haven't, I haven't seen girls doing but that. But who wants? To, but who wants to see any of that? I don't want to see guys do it or girls do no, it. No, I want to see girls do it because I haven't seen girls do it. I want to see two nerdy oh, girls and see you. what the angle is on there because mm. it's not going to be them going off on a sexcapade yeah. trying to like steal panties. It's not going to be <laughs> what the boys' version yeah. is. Yeah. What's the girls' version? And sure. especially since it's that movie's called Blockers. Okay. You can see Blockers, and you can see a more raunchy. You know, kind of letting it out movie. Right. I mean, it was kind of pitching itself a bit as super bad. It ba- I, I didn't like super bad myself. And so. I think the connection there, of course, that, you know, uh, it's, it's her brother. Mm. Uh, b- because I saw her debut in Neighbors 2, where she was a very outrageous character. Okay. Like one of the first scenes you see with her in it, she's going, she's in the backseat of a car. It, it stops. She goes through the windshield. Uh, she's the Rebel Wilson of that movie. Yeah, even more Rebel Wilson than Rebel Wilson does a roll, <laughs> shakes it off, screams, yeah. and then runs in. She's kind of the John Belushi, okay. you know, Chris yeah, yeah. Farley type. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, the outrageous character. So, okay, this will be interesting seeing, mm, mm. seeing this. And it was more of, a, a, you know, a, a quiet film. Yeah. 
you know, with certain with certain scenes that seem yeah. to be trying to be outrageous, but they didn't quite get outrageous. Mm. But uh, but yeah, let's go through it. What I liked, well, because you've just said everything that made me like this movie. Like, okay, like I say, there was elements of Superbad that I like quite a bit. The kind of je- overall story of it, I, I thought was good, but I did not like. I hated the police part of the movie, and what started as like a great character with that McLovin. It, I just felt like that character was wasted in that film by that whole police. Mm. Uh, it's so dumb and just kind of boring. And so I just felt like this film did what did uh, a, it did a smart version of these films. It it had two characters who are smart, who are with it, are together, like right. are you know are funny, who are great friends with each other, and it just had. It just took those characters and just kind of put them into this situation that they weren't ready for and didn't know how to deal with and just let them go. And I thought it was really fun just to watch them, those characters navigate this night. Yeah, it was a good, it's a good premise, which is they've, uh, they've just been basically concentrating on school work. Yeah, they, they're they, they sacrifice do... their social lives. That's right. And then they find out that people could do both. And so these people that had a social life as well Mm. uh, also got into the good schools and they're outraged by this. And that's an an interesting start to things. It's a great start and it has the great uh, pullback zoom, you know, where uh, so famously used for Roy Scheider's character in Jaws when he sees the shark shark attack in the water and Steven Spielberg does that great uh, movement of the camera. And then the film uses this because it's a great way to show inner turmoil. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so Beanie Feldstein's character, who is the kind of more aggressive character of the two girls. But I love how the film starts with her coming out of what looks like she lives in a motel. I couldn't, that was kind of weird. But anyway, she comes down the stairs of this, I guess it's an apartment building that has a door that goes outside. Anyway, I don't know. Maybe it's different in California. They also have lockers outside well, you, the school. In I know, California. but what you get from that is she's living kind of low end. Like she's not, she's not yeah. rich by any yeah, means. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you get, so you're getting that. So yeah. you get that if she's getting into a good school, yeah. she had to scholarship it. Yeah. She worked hard to get where she sure, is. So we sure. set, th- we set that up. Yeah. And then, but there's just a charming scene of the two girls sort of doing this kind of weird dance, yeah. dance moves on the lawn and the one girl's dancing. And they're like, are we going to school? Doesn't look like it. We're just going to dance. And they're just doing this great little sequence. And it really, I just love their characters in that Yeah, I would have liked to have had a little bit more of that. I would have liked to have had a little bit more of two friends yeah. doing a thing that's like just an inside thing that the two of them know. And they do a little bit later on later on when they've got like code words for certain things yeah. that they know. Yeah. And the, you can tell that they are like mm. such deep or the, friends. Or their little thing when they're just like overpraising each other. Yes. That's that feels good. like a real thing to me. Yeah. That felt like yeah. definitely this is what someone who is growing up now would be like. Or as even well. the to skip to right. the end of the film when when um, Beanie Feldstein's character is is seeing what's the, what's the other actress's name? Uh, it is uh, Caitlin uh, Deaver. When she's seeing Caitlin Deaver's character, you know, this having a, this burgeoning relationship, and she's so excited behind the window, and that's also. That that feels like yeah. a real moment, you know. Apparently, the actresses were made to live together while they were making the film, which not made, but they were, were they recommended. To, yeah. yeah, they were was recommended. So that they, they bonded, together, and, so they yeah, bond. you can tell that they've got mm-hmm. like every time you see the two of them together, it's yeah. great. To the point where, again, it felt like later on in the movie where they have to have that they're going to fight moment. Yeah, it was annoying to me because it was like, well, we're at the point in the movie where you got to yeah, fight. fight. Yeah, You got to yeah. have it. So you're going to yeah. get together at the end. And now we're in a movie and you've taken me out of the movie by <laughs> having this device in a movie. Yeah. You know, it's just like, here comes the conflict. Sure. But I, to 
just to double down on that, for me as a as a viewer, if the movie had gone in a super bad, uh, druggy, you know, Cheech and Chong, National Lampoon kind of way, I would have taken me out of the movie too. I would have the same reaction of, oh, it's just doing this stuff. Well, so it does same go, old, same old. it does go druggy for a while. It does, but it does it in a way that's great because it's it's not just like you know, I'm so stoned. It's more like it's this moment of temptation. Mm-hmm. It's this moment of like this real moment of you know, they're, they're, they're 40 minutes in the desert, right. you know, where they have this great temptation. But let's talk about the film as, okay. as, as it goes. So it starts off, can... as you say, they go, they, uh, it's like the end of school. We see that uh, no one's paying attention anymore. It's, it's chaos in the hallways. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to set stuff up with the principal. The principal's had enough of them. Yeah. Because you can tell they're keeners and he just that wants to get to the end of the day. The principal played the by Jason Sudeikis. That's right. Who I believe is one of the producers on it as mm, well. Okay. Good man. Um, and, and, and then uh, the character Molly uh, is in the bathroom and hears uh, other students. It seems like there's a unisex bathroom, which I guess is what it is now. Fair enough. So uh, she hears uh, people talking about, you know, would you would you sleep with her? And it's like, yeah, yeah I would. But then they talk. But then they start talking about how she's too much of a keener. And yeah, all that kind it's of, just too intense. And I and like that. Th- I like that the things they were saying were not necessarily what you would think of mean. There was yeah. never like a fat joke. Yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, there was never yeah. a thing with like the other the other uh, girl is gay, and there's never a gay joke. No, it's like that's not where this is at. Yeah, they're just like they're actually going at them for their personalities, <laughs> which is deeper. It's not a surface. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, homophobic, sexist, racist thing. It's yeah. like no, 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 no. Yeah. They've got your number, yeah. and they're right. Yeah, and you are so, uptight, and right. Too. <laughs> yeah. And so she comes out and confronts them yeah. with a big listen. You know, I'm gonna make something in my life, and you've ruined yeah. your life. And I'm, and, and it's that old nerd thing, which is just like, yeah. oh, I'll show you guys. Yeah, you know, and it's like, no, no, we're all still fine too. Yeah, what? Everything so, I base my life on is yeah. a lie. One of them is going to Stanford on yes. a, on a on a soccer scholarship. The other girl has gone into the same school. As she is a girl that is called Triple A, I think is her name because of her. Yeah, she assistance. gave roadside assistance to three guys. Yeah, which I like how they pay that off too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like they pay it off with like you know, this is a this is a woman who's a who's a feminist, uh, Molly. Yeah, and yet she still uses this thing. Yeah. She's she's flawed. Yeah, she she falls into this yeah, trap of saying the uh, the she's sex shaming someone. That's for, right. Yeah. Yeah. And she knows, and she's told by her friend that it's wrong. And then, yeah. like, how are we going to pay this off later? And I like that. And to spoil it, uh, how they, which is what we're doing with this with the show, you <laughs> know, uh, you get the nice everyone. scene in the in the in the car where she goes, you know, I did just give them roadside assistance, and then I blew them, yeah. but I wanted to, and yeah. it's fine. And yeah. it's like, good, good. I'm glad they yeah. didn't do the. You didn't do the thing. Mm-hmm. It's fine to do the thing as long as it's all consensual. It's all fine. It's none of one's business. Yeah. The wrong thing was her making fun of you for it. Yeah. You know, yeah. someone who considers herself to be a feminist. That was wrong. It was a hypocritical thing. Good. Yeah. Good pointing that out. But yeah, all these characters who would seem to be the villains, yeah. and they have the confrontation. You're just making scene. me like this movie more, by the way. Yeah, you have the confrontation scene. It, they flip it so beautifully, yeah. you know. Whereas like, this would be like the last scene in a different movie, mm-hmm. where the the person stands up and uh, gives the speech, and it's like, nope, yeah, but but he do, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that's great. And yeah, then this is the moment where Molly's character, Molly's character, has basically a mental breakdown. Yeah, we get the uh, the rack zoom or whatever they call that that particular camera. Right. And it's not enough for her to succeed; they have to fail. Yeah. Because yeah. they've had fun, and they've, had fun. They, they've been to Donkey they to, Island. They should have to they should pay turn for to that. donkeys, yeah. and they should be slaves now. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't be able to smoke your cigars yeah. and play pool and have fun. That's the essence of Puritanism. It's not yeah. enough that I succeed, but you have to fail. You know, there has to be my. I have sacrificed for for my pay for my payment. Now you have to 
be sacrificed for my payment. Right. You know, and so, and they're not. These people are, have all had, you know, fulfilling lives and had fun and, and, and had some and, times and in had school. high school. You know what? I had lots of fun in school. I never succeeded. So I, I'm a little jealous of these kids. <laughs> and then her but, friend, Amy, uh, she also like spent all her time studying. Yeah. To the point where like she never dated. Yeah. And there's a girl that she's had a crush on and she sees her and is like, now's the last chance you'll have mm-hmm. to do anything because it's over. And this is what kind of, the, this is sort of the hook that Molly uses in order to get Amy to agree to. Because yeah. what Molly decides is that they need to have a night of fun. They cannot, they cannot leave. End high school. End high school and not have gone to a party now because everyone else has been doing this. And we're just going to look like chumps. Yeah. If we've never had fun our whole time in school, it's all been, you know, just business, business as usual. Right. And we've just, we've sacrificed our school experience in order to succeed. Though realistically, they did have fun because they had each other and they, they clearly did, yes. have got like enough yeah. stuff going on. And this is really, this is really Amy's point is that yeah. this is not us. We are not party people anyway. Why do we want to be right. part of something that we're not, you know? And I understand that because I was not a party person. You were not a 24-hour party person. I was not a 24-hour. I wasn't even a two-hour party person. I am not. I didn't like going to parties as a teenager because I was, I felt out of step with what other people did. And so it just wasn't pleasant for me to go. I was perfectly friendly with all the people at the parties, but I never wanted to be at parties. The times, the times I went, it was, again, it's, it's high schoolers. So they're, they don't know what their bodies are doing and they don't know what's going on. So it's like, Everything's extreme. Mm-hmm. So if you're gonna drink, you got to drink a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> if you're gonna kiss, we got to have sex in the in the in the garage. Yeah, you know, it's like what is this? It's too much. Like mm. everything's taken up to ten. It's like, Ugh. and so you know, my yeah, thing so was, was the I'm the guy who didn't drink, and I was the guy who you know uh, was you know, oh we got to get him to drink, we got to get him to oh boy. I was like, no, it just I, I I just kept it like no, I'm not doing that because. There's no middle. There's yeah. no middle. It's just extreme. It's just crazy. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you, you see where it leads to, and it's like a bunch of guys fighting in the backyard. <laughs> and it's like, well, what's this about? Who cares? This is, yeah. yeah. Anyway. I had the misfortune of, of our house being a party house at mm. times when my parents were away. And so it was my job to clean up after the party. So right. that was my experience just of parties. Just get people out of the pool. It's smelly, like orange juice spilled down the couch and things like that. You know, someone spilled their vodka and orange or whatever. And ugh, knock it off, you will. Find more appropriate places for your fun. So Molly is, um, she's class president, and her co-president is a jock. Uh, oh, I guess jock, kind of a cool kid. Maybe yeah. he's not a jock, but he's, yeah, he's a jock. Uh, but he's a yeah. cool kid who doesn't really, um, you know, uh, take anything too seriously, which drives her nuts. Yeah. Uh, and then later on, we play with, like, the idea that, like, oh, maybe she's got a crush on him. Maybe there's something going on. Maybe yeah. she denied that she's had this crush yeah. going on for, 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 for so long. Mm-hmm. So the two kind of love interest things are this, uh, this girl that uh, Amy isn't sure whether is gay or not. Uh, there's there's signs, there's hints, but she's not sure. She's a skater. She's a, she's a skater. She, yeah. And you can see how she would be the one you would have a crush on at that age. Like, sure. that is exactly right. Yeah. Like, that feels like, oh, yeah, how could you not fall for her? It's it's great. Until she talks to her. And you're kind of like, hmm. Yeah, she's a little out of it. But yeah. but, but still, you can still project onto that. Yeah, that's right. I can right. see yeah. how she's going. Yeah. So uh, they uh, they decide to go to Nick's party, which is the party. Nick is the going. jock. Yeah. Right. But they don't know his address. Yes, and that is where we uh, we start. That's where the uh, fun begins, right? We we have a little goodbye with the uh, parents, which are uh, which with um, Amy's parents. Yes, uh, which is Lisa uh, Will Kudrow. Forte and, and Lisa Kudrow. Lisa yeah. Kudrow, you yeah. know, absolutely. Uh, she's great. 
Yeah, they're, they're great. great. They don't do much, but the, what they do is good. No, no. Yeah, they don't do much because that's what makes it so perfect is because they have these two actors who do like the spot on perfect like parents of that sort. Yeah, making graduation treats. Yeah. Uh, they all look like good treats. Mm. I don't know why they couldn't have like one treat each of like yeah, that. Like there's some least... good things just like you're going to a party, but yeah. there's nothing saying you can't have a little snack. I also love that they, they get dressed up. The girls get dressed up. They're wearing the same suits and they're both pantsuits. Navy blue pantsuits. Yes. But the one girl is set off with a, with a neck, neckerchief <laughs> uh, tied with, you know, the knot to the side. And, oh, it's so perfect. And they're both so ecstatic about how great they look. Yes. When they really just look like they're going to work in a, a furnace. Right. But like, this is them at their only party. <laughs> yeah. Right. right. And, they really... uh, and then, uh, you know, they're playing. The parents think that they're a couple. And so uh, Molly is playing that up, which Amy isn't like a hundred not down with yeah, yeah not not digging it but can't really say anything and molly's enjoying that kind of goofiness and yeah. it's like that's yeah. that's fine and fine sure. uh so they they go off they ditch their uh outer clothes and uh it's off to it's well, off that's to right party. they're wearing they leave the house wearing parkas parkas and then they throw them in the bushes <laughs> yeah. which it doesn't seem like the biggest the greatest plan in the world oh uh, it's fine you know it seems like fold them up put them in the backyard uh, but you know it's a movie go. you gotta go fast so, uh, the, and neither of them knows where the uh, party is. So, uh, Molly calls, I'm reading off Wikipedia right now. Okay. Molly calls Jared, a uh, kind hearted and wealthy classmate. Now, there's Jared and his, is it his sister? Uh, I think it's, I think they're, they're friends. They're friends. Yeah. And, uh, she's kind of a space case. She's, a, she she's is, a kook. She, she is the, uh, the Goldie ma- Hawn of the, well, film. beyond Goldie Hawn, she's a <laughs> magical character who just, shows up yeah that's true she is kind of magical that's that's sort of fun i enjoyed her character and uh and he is known for he's being rich he's rich he's very wealthy uh and uh he is rumored to have lost his virginity to a prostitute yes that's that's Um, um, his parents paid for his parents paid for and basically he he's because he's wealthy and a little awkward he thinks that he can buy your friendship he's trying to he's desperate for friendship yeah and so that's 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 his angle. He has seen other people buy uh, people's affection, and that is what he is uh, he is trying to do. Yeah. Again, in another movie, he's the villain. In another mm. go- movie, yeah. Yeah, all these people are just straight out villains. But that's not what we're doing nowadays, which is which is which is good. Yeah. And I also like that actor. I forget what his name is, but he's in the Santa Clarita Diet, and he okay. is kind of an awkward I, nerd in that. Mm, okay. And does a he's nice the boyfriend job. of the daughter in that. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. Or wannabe boyfriend. I see. Maybe maybe the next not. door neighbor. Yeah, next door neighbor. Okay. And he always reminds me in his delivery of John Stewart. Okay. He's got a he's got that kind mm. of uh take to take to I think it. in this film he has braces, so it's a little different. So uh he takes them to uh the party, but it's not that party. Not that party. It's his party on a yacht. Yes. And no one's there. That he's rented and paid for. And he's got gift bags fully, with iPads. Fully catered. And uh the 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 other the girl is there, the uh the crazy the almost a genie girl. is there, and uh it, it all ends up with uh with them uh, on the roof of the boat and uh, and her jumping off yeah as, as is it because the police are coming is that what's happening I don't know why she jumps off I don't remember either but she does because yeah. she's the crazy character yeah uh and uh and and they they're not interested in having their friendship bought they want to get to the, the she party. also makes them eat something she feeds them uh that's correct she feeds them some sort of a, a that's treat. right. Uh, she is she's really on uh, like a lot of drugs, and uh, that is absolutely true. And she does she does make them eat something that, yeah. that will pay off later. Yeah. Uh, so so that's so that's the end of that. And to me, that was one of those things where like this could be more outrageous. Like it's it's very ground like yeah. like it almost goes to crazy town where like he's giving away iPads. In yeah. The ba- so now we're 
pushing it. We're pushing it beyond sure. what it what it could be. But and it, it's an empty yacht, yeah. which is sad. Yeah. But it felt like there could have been something else. Like there could have been. I don't know what it is, but it could have just <laughs> taken it up a notch. I thought it was fine. Yeah, that's and you're right. It's fine, but it's our first big world that we're going to before okay. we're traveling through the worlds almost sure. Mario style. Yeah, there should have been. Okay, this is what there should have been. There should have been like an actual real band that who we know playing on. The, that seems like the obvious. That thing. It should be like Vampire Weekend or, or something, something like that. Like or, something kind of hip, but you know, current. Like so, I, I you know, I'm not hip enough to be current. That's right. But um, and I mean. and there there could be other people there, but then you find out these are all paid extras, sure. just to flesh things out yeah. until the yeah. real people come. Yeah. Something where you just find I mean, out. yeah, you just need something really big there that's kind of that kind of could be exciting, but at the same time is kind of empty because it's that's in right. the situation that yeah, it's okay. a it's a big hollow okay. yacht. I'll agree with you there. Okay, so uh, so th- that's the end of that. They're, they're I did enjoy the sequence, but I, I think did too. I do I, I do agree with for you the, that for your first needed, big yeah. Now we're into crazy world. Mm-hmm. It needed to be more crazy. Need to be a little more crazy. Okay, so you're uh, right. You're right. so uh, Amy wants to go home, but uh, Molly because they've gone to a party. So we're, they, yeah, mission done. mission complete. Technically, they're done. She's dressed like George Bush, wearing a pantsuit. That's right. On she could just be standing mission aircraft character. Mission accomplished. Exactly. Sorry if I jumped on that before you did. <laughs> um, speaking of presidential things, yeah. Then Molly uh, calls. Uh, no, this isn't anything uh, presidential at all. It's Malalia. <laughs> I thought like that was one of the daughters. Of course, it's not. Though they do mention one of uh, uh, Obama's daughters like, okay. earlier. Um, but uh, Molly calls uh, Malalia and said, "That's the code word where you've got to do the thing." Yes. You get one of these a year, mm-hmm. and then you've got to. Uh, this is this is a yeah. This a, is the rule. Thing. So That's if right. you say this word, yeah. the if other this person is the has John to Wick do, thing. This yeah. is them taking That's out right. the thing and pricking their thumbs. Only they don't have to prick their thumbs. They just say the word. That's right, Malia. So they call a lift, and they are picked up by their principal. Yes, which is great. Like that to me is great. Yeah, That's like absolutely it's a good sequence. That's right. Principals need money. Uh, I like that he was trying to be cool. Yeah, they they do an outrageous sequence, which is like. Watching porn, he at, and you know it's going to be a thing where he's going to yeah. like try and get it through the uh, speakers, yeah. To the point where it felt like he didn't need to do the thing where he was p- physically plugging it in. Yeah. It almost feel like you want should have just hit a button and just go. Well, we got Bluetooth in here. You're yeah, synced yeah. up. Boom, and and then immediately had it. It was a little awkward that it was like, well, you know what, this joke has to be somehow. I've got to hear this, so <laughs> I'm going to plug this in. And it was like, oh, it's just not the smoothest thing. Yeah. You've got to get there, but. It's bumpy, bumpy ride to get there. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't exactly sure what porn they were watching. I've never they were watching lesbian porn. I, I know that, but I just I've never never experienced the sounds that that uh, was making. Well, because you got to play it with a sound off so no one can hear you. Right? <laughs> I guess that's what I must do. Has anyone ever heard the sounds of porn? No, no one has. Really? I play it with a yeah. Otherwise, everyone in your office goes, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I do not work in an office. I should say I'm by myself. So they uh, they get dropped off at uh, their classmate uh, George's house. Now George is a very flamboyant drama student. This is okay. one 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 character I didn't really like very much. Okay, and uh, but they're having a the mur- characterization, not the character. Okay, and then they're having a murder mystery play yeah, there. That's that's and fun. And he tries to drag them into yeah, to, to that. That's fun. My one problem with the film is that we have we have a lesbian character mm-hmm. who's played straight, played. As a lesbian character, she's not she's not a butch character. Straightforward, she's, yes. She's very straightforward, just a you know normal girl. But 
the two gay boys are the most flamboyant out there gays of all time. Yes, you needed one more uh, gay male yeah. who wasn't that. Like, yeah. it's okay if that's the drama department, because sure. the drama department is the drama yeah. department. Yeah. Or if one of those two is not gay. Yeah. And, like, you know, it's just like they're just drama, they're big. Uh, but yeah, you, it, it was interesting that, like, both, yeah. of, like, the only gay representation sure. is, like, who, so to the moon. Maybe it would be corny, but Nick the Jock would have been a good candidate for that. Yeah. So that the disappointment for the girl... I have than... seen that a bit. Okay. Where so maybe the jock turns that's out... That's what I say. I don't want to do that. I, but, I, but I just think it's it's so... It just feels one-sided. Like, if you're going to have, like... The lesbian characters are just people, you know, not a stereotype of... I mean, right. I know that stereotypes of lesbians are also people, but... Right. But I just mean that they're just played as as not the stereotypical lesbian characters not diesel but dykes until, or however you want to describe until, those sort of stereotypes okay. of the giant but until you find out that the person she's crushing on is not gay yeah uh she is a bit of a stereotype she's got the uh she's got the skateboard she's got you know she's sure. got the look that you could go like I that guess is that. that is an archetype but it's there. not really played in that kind of you know really butchy way no not that not that stereotype but yeah. it's a different stereotype so i just feel like you know whenever they have like gay characters there's not a character who's just like a sporty guy who's just a fella doing mm-hmm. his thing it's got to be these big 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 right. gay you know and I again just... it works if it's drama but you then need one at least one more yeah, you person to, have... to balance it out yeah. the unfortunate thing is like how many characters can you have that we're focusing on yeah, at that's, all that's a problem so uh sure. and it a... is fun their characters are a lot of fun oh, yeah and, and the and murder mystery the is murder mystery is great because it's just so meanwhile they realize yeah. oh by the way the uh the... let me just say the murder mystery yeah is the drama department's dungeons and dragons there's sure. no different no difference at all between what they're doing and oh, what, yeah. what the nerds are doing right now in their basement uh, you know, pretending to, pretending to which talk actually to would trolls. be an interesting thing. Like if you if you find out what all these different groups are doing, and it really is all the same thing, yeah. <laughs> which is just an excuse to use your imagination, hang out, and goof around, and yeah. dress up a little bit, and have fun. Yeah. So they, uh, you know, who else is there? Is the is the drug magical girl. girl, magical girl, magical drug girl? If you can remember her name. Hey, Played by Billy Lord. I could I could I could look, and I haven't apparently. Played by Carrie Fisher's daughter, who tells them they took drugs. Oh boy, what oh. happens? They go up to the. And bedroom. we know these girls are not drug girls. Not at all. They're not. No. Unlike every. They have other said team, no to everything. Unlike every other teen comedy on earth, they're not looking for alcohol or drugs. That's correct. So they go up and uh, and they start tripping out as you do. And you're like, where's this going to go? And I knew because I saw the trailer. Oh, uh, see, I didn't see the trailer. That's smart. Uh, <laughs> normally, you know, you'd have a thing where like the faces warp or whatever. We're going to yeah. get into that. No, they turn into dolls. And that's what's so great about it. It's the temptation. They don't just turn into dolls. They turn into Barbie dolls. So they turn into the exact opposite of who they think. They, like Barbie is everything they hate. Mm-hmm. It's this unrealistic portrayal of women. It's a vacuous portrayal of women as just, you know, homemaker, right. model, actress, singer. You know, there's no, there's no lawyer Barbie. You know, like, so everything. There that, probably is a lawyer Barbie. But you know, what I, you, yes. you know what I'm saying, right? So for them... And so, at first, of course, they're horrified that this is what they've become in the in this hallucination, and and then the one girl starts to get drawn into it because she's suddenly she's like, oh, Amy, I'm, yeah, I'm so beautiful, like I've, yeah, I have no, cr- I have no crush, I have no problems, I don't, like everything that hangs me up as a lesbian, that whole idea of sex and stuff like that is yeah. gone. Suddenly, I'm this like perfect looking woman. I'm attracted woman. to myself. I'm I attra- look- yeah, and and then the uh, her friend of Molly is trying to like stop her from. 
you know it's really well done yeah it's really great and then you see them uh in real life and see them walking <laughs> yes, and you see dolls. them walking stiffly as barbie dolls yeah, and it's yeah. a great payoff yeah it is really there. good yeah. so um i don't know i didn't like this movie more <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 good and it also reminded me of a lot of like almost like better off dead where you would have uh you know, animation come into, mm. you know, a teen, a teen movie. It reminded me of like kind of an eighties, okay. you know, uh, kind of comedy. Mm. So, uh, they, uh, they escape the house and get the location of the party from a pizza delivery man before he kicks them out of the car. That's a great sequence as well. Where now you got to tell me about the sequence. Cause this is where I went to the bathroom. Oh, okay. So tell me about it. So in this sequence, we were introduced to the pizza guy in the restaurant. Okay. And he, he's, Picking up his pizzas for delivery, he puts those oh, right, in the trunk. Because they realize they're looking, they're looking on their phones, and they see that there's a bunch of pizzas being delivered to this party. Well, they keep checking on the party, right. but they, they don't know where it is. That's right. They're they're throughout the film. They're like watching video that's being they're being, cracking the code and that's getting being clues. taken to the party. I guess their that's Instagram right. or post or whatever that they're looking at that are showing. So they see that there's like ten pizzas that have been delivered. Yes. So they there also is a secret. Smart. There's also a scene where they go to the library. To try and find the house, and they're like searching through public records and stuff like that. When they go to the library, they, of course they give a little, a cool like kind of like a nod and wink to the librarian. Like, yes, we know we're all also, part that of the library same is open late. Yeah, it is. But but what they do set that up earlier, where they have fake IDs so they can go to the university library. Yeah, yeah. So the university library is open late. So I buy that. Yeah, that makes you, sense. There you go. And so, but here, so they decide they're going to go to find out from this pizza delivery guy. So. Now, what's the best way to do this? Ask him? No. The best way is to pretend that you're thieves. <laughs> so they hide in the back of his car. They tie their hair around their faces to make it like a they're, they're, they're wearing a... Ski mask? Uh, yeah, balaclava. Okay. And so so this guy gets... The guy throws his, his pizzas into the car. He gets into the car. And suddenly he's being a, attacked by these two girls, verbally attacked by these yeah. two girls who are threatening him, who want information, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, he's like, do you guys have guns? They're like, no. He goes, well, I do. And he pulls a gun out of the his, I carry this for protection. You don't know what could happen. You're just walking around. Someone could kidnap you, take you to a house, tie you up, leave you with little food, and slowly watch you die. You know, and he just gives this really, like, detailed description yeah. of murdering someone. And... And but they keep like trusting him, and he's like so outraged at how how naive they are. You know, they're like they let him look at his their phone and like don't show me your phone number, don't show people your private information. Like it's really kind of a it's really played for 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 fun laughs, and it will also pay off at the end of the film as right. well. So they do get the the address from him, and then they ask if he can give them a ri- them a ride there, and he says, "Well, of course I can give you a ride there. Of course I'm not going to give you a ride. Get out of my car!" And so they get out of his car, and they run off, and they they find their way there. And of course, the problem they're having is that their phones have died, and they can't call for a lift. They um, and I can't remember how they solve that. Well, they solve it by they uh, contact they they get a ride from their teacher. Oh, that's right, uh, Jessica Williams. Yes, Mrs. who Fine. was who was uh really liking them and wanted to like keep in touch with them yeah yeah uh there's a there's a student in the class who was flirting with her long-haired uh yeah. student uh and uh and and you know it's called kind of a creep for for that yeah and you're like oh she seems like a nice uh, hip teacher and i like the twist they put on her where she's the teacher that wants to hang out with the student yeah yeah and i like like when she's driving them there and she's like i guess i could come to the party wouldn't that be silly if i came to the party that'd be ridiculous what if i did what if i just walked in there wouldn't that be weird yeah. that'd be weird it'd be silly like oh she so wants to be invited yeah yeah and like there were those teachers yeah. who wanted to be cool and hang out with the high school kids and it's like ooh. 
that's a creepy thing. Yeah. And I like that they made Jessica Williams kind of the creep. Yeah. And she does. She ends up like sleeping with one of the students mm. who they justify by saying he was held back a couple yeah, of years. He's 20. And so he's 20. Which in one way makes it better, and in one way makes it, that means he's he's a bit slow, and maybe you shouldn't be sleeping with the slow kid. Well, he's not slow, because he's going to Google as a programmer, so he can't be slow. Well, why was he held back, like, uh, uh, two two years? I don't know. Mm. They they did say, I can't remember now what it was, but, uh, yeah, so... Yes, it's still creepy. Yeah, and when you you're see still her, are in a position of authority and her, and over her kind someone. of, and I like that, like you know, in a in an earlier movie, it would be the cool thing of like, ah, hey, you slept with the teacher, and that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, but in this one, like by the by the end, you're like, no, she's a mess. <laughs> she's a hot mess. Yeah. And you're yeah. not going to see her again, and that's for the best. This is good. No, this is yeah. good. I like how they played her as the creep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't expect her to be that because she seemed yeah. like she was the cool teacher. But yeah, no. yeah, yeah. No, that was good. And uh, yeah, so they. Yes, they get a ride from her. She also um, provides them with clothing because her car is full of clothes because she just is a... Yeah. What's that about? There's, well, a, there's a lot of backstory there where she's like, why do you have a lot of party well, clothes? Yeah, a lot of party clothes in your, Yeah, you yeah. got a lot of party clothes that you, you can to change like to into. Go to bars. Yeah, and there's gonna, something... Yeah. yeah, like your backstory is interesting. Yeah. What's this about? And it's like, it's so cool, mm-hmm. is it? Which is great because... If you look back on high school, whenever there was the cool parent, yeah. you look back on them now and just go, they were not the cool parent. <laughs> like, yeah, she, she's so cool. She let us drink in the garage. That is not cool. <laughs> yeah, she would party with us. Mmm, so not cool <laughs> at all. Not, mm. in the, not in the slightest. Yes. And yeah, that's, that's what she is. So they actually end up getting to Nick's party they finally. get to the party. And it goes great for them at first. Surprisingly great. Everyone welcomes them. It's really nice. Everyone's That's the happy thing. to see them. Yeah, they don't. They're not mean. No, no. Which is which is good. It's like, again, it feels like I, I'd watched um, uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming uh, a little bit before before this. Okay. And I just like that the stereotypes had changed. Yeah. You know where it wasn't just like the jocks being mean and mm. you know all this kind of things. And sometimes the nerds were being mean, but in nerdy ways. Yeah. And yeah. everyone was kind of accepting, and it was very diverse. And it was like, oh, this is what movies are now, to the point where. When I watch a show like uh, Sabrina yes, on Netflix, that uses and, a lot of old, and you've got like you know the four jocks who see the trans girl and are immediately putting a whole bunch of maxi pads in her, uh, you know, in, in her locker, and immediately you're like homophobic and sexist and racist. And it's all the stereotypes that you remember. It's like, ugh, this seems old. Yeah, but like yeah. this movie definitely felt new. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, it was it was great. Like, of course they're happy. They're all partying. Why would they be mean? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know? Welcome there's no to the reason. party. There's no reason. Mm. Yeah. And and her, um, you know, her, uh, not co-president, but the person she, maybe it is co-president. Yes. The, uh, the vice president. Seems to be flirting with her. Yeah. And they're they're connecting and they're playing they beer really pong. Are. And, and they're she's having really a great good time. at it, too. Yeah, they're having a great time. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Amy, you know, uh, meets up with a girl that she likes. Yeah. Things seem to be going great there, too. Yeah. And that's the end of the movie. The And it all worked out great. <laughs> Unfortunately. Huh? What? That's when I had to leave. My parking was up. Oh, is that right? Well, no, let me explain no, to you. Fine. Okay. Uh, your parking was up. <laughs> and the, and here's the weird thing. I took the bus. That's really strange. <laughs> it's because your parka was up. You knew that that parka you threw in oh, the I bushes. Oh, I put the parka. That's right. Yeah, that you needed to go get it. You it thought, was getting Wait cold a outside and someone's going to steal it. <laughs> that's right. The... Yeah, so we start to find, well, that the reality is is that it's much harder to have relationships with people than you think, you know. So your one day of of reaching out to people is, is, is a lot harder. And I like that, you know, so Amy, 
and the skater girl meet up. Right. And they seem to like each other. They do some karaoke. Yeah. Amy really impresses everyone with her singing, which was pretty good. She really sings nice. some Alanis yeah. Morissette really well. Yeah, the drama kids are there as well. Yeah. Singing, yeah. They seem to have, the murder mystery ended, I guess. So they're there suddenly. Sure. And, or they just maybe got tired of the murder mystery and left. And so then she goes in the pool with, with this, they dress, they dress down to their, cool, beautiful after their skinnies, they're in their, their they dress down to their, their underwear. Very romantic. They jump in the pool together. It feels like the opposite uh, scene from uh, eighth grade with the most mm. awkward pool scene. Oh, that's that scene such of, a good movie. Yeah. Such a good movie as well. Yeah. Um, there's some song playing, so we get the sense of the magical of, of sure. magicalness of this moment. They're almost like mermaids underneath. She the water. rises to the top of the water, and then she sees the skater girl is is uh, meeting up, hooking up with Nick. Right, and they're getting friendly. And okay, so here's the thing with this. Yeah, that to me was just a little too button, 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 mm-hmm. everything buttons. Yeah, you know, I get that it like it works and it's it's fine. But Nick's thing was he was leaving. It's like don't leave. He's saying. To, to Molly. Yeah. Don't leave. Stay yeah. here. Yeah. Stay here. So what's the deal with Nick there? Mm-hmm. What was his deal? Yeah, I know. Why is he Why is he doing that? I, I thought, I. that's why when I, we were talking about having another gay character in the film, that's what made me think that that would have been a better solution there. Is right. that he is not, he's likes Molly. He likes working with her in student council, but he's not in yeah. love with her. His flirtiness with her is just that kind of... He's just having a good time. Just with having friends. We're he's finally having friendly. fun. Yeah, we're finally having fun. Like, you are... I always thought you were nice, and now here we're having a good time. I always thought you were nice, but you were always very t- uptight. And why is... So why business. is Nick not spending any time with his girlfriend yeah. at this party at all? I think it's just a hookup in the film. I don't think it's oh, like a long... Yeah, I don't think it's like a long-term thing. I think it's just they met up, they're drunk. Oh, and that's and like a weird smooching. thing, too. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Because he was called away. Yeah. He, he goes outside. And they're immediately like making out. Yeah. Like, okay, I guess. What should have happened in this sequence is, I know it's corny, but Nick's gay. Okay. And we don't have to make a big fuss about it. Just that, you know, we can have Molly see him kissing a guy or holding yeah, hands with a guy Yeah, one of the two drama whatever. guys. Yeah, something. Or just another guy entirely. We don't need to have any kind sure, of connection. Sure, that's also fine. We don't have to button everything up. So Yeah. Uh, and then, because those guys are kind of established as boyfriends, so we don't want to mix the, mess up with that. But, and then... Have Amy actually finally have the courage to make a move on the skater girl to become like physically affectionate with her yeah. and get not meanly, but just I'm, I'm not interested. Right. I'm asexual. I'm not or anything or I'm, any other reason or I'm not into girls. I'm I like boys. Right. You know, I just want to be friends. Yeah, that's right. I really like you as a friend. I really think you're nice and I would like to be yeah. friends with you, but I'm not, you know, and so that's heartbreaking for her. That's enough. And that's heartbreaking for Molly. And so when then they come together for their the fight when they're both masking their feelings their disappointments they're taking it out on each other taking instead it on of each like other. what they uh, the circumstance yeah. that's right because yeah. they both feel like fools now. yeah and then and the thing is they've come to this this they've come to this place yeah because they did feel like fools that's the starting point that's the right. starting point is we wasted our time in high school yeah well molly feels a fool amy is not on board with this thing amy does not amy okay. does not want to party fair enough so it's really only molly who's driving this well then molly and that's is, why it's why it's that she calls Molly right, but Molly okay, but Molly uh, by saying this, yeah, uh, she like to to Amy, their friendship meant so much all this time, and yeah. to have someone go like we wasted our time, yeah. well then you wasted your time with me, yeah, that's that's a big insult to me that sure. our time together wasn't enough for you, and you feel like you've wasted all this time. There's a beat there you can completely sure, play, yeah, yeah, and so yeah, they have their they have their blow up, and again, this is where this all just feels like your outline and like he sees this which makes them blow up at yeah, each yeah, other and yeah. it felt like now we're into this sorry i'm hitting the table <laughs> now we're into this point in the movie where yeah. you need this to occur yeah 
It reminds me of a movie called Better Than Chocolate, where every time they needed to move the plot along, Nazis would show up mm. and like firebomb something. Okay. And it'd be like, can we just have them talking and have this nice relationship? Sure. I don't need sure. you to push the plot along because you need a twist at this yeah. point. Yeah. Um, but I think you, but I feel like you do need a, a fight in this moment of the film. Like, yeah. I, I like, you need their friendship to be tested in some way, and this is the test. Right. And yeah, she you calls Malia. She calls Malia. She calls Malia because she wants to leave, because she's upset. And she says, and she and she denies it. And that's yeah. that's a real betrayal. Mm-hmm. That's a real John Wick. Yeah. Uh, now excommunicado. <laughs> that's right, excommunicado. Yeah. And so there's a justifiable, you know, I have gone through this this night with you. This only ended up in disappointment for me. Yeah. And now I'm saying that I want... She's not... But the problem is, in the sequence, is they do not explain their feelings That's to correct. each other. yeah. And so they're just lashing out. And maybe that... Maybe you're right. In, in that way, it is a bit formulaic because we've seen them communicate so well through the film. Yeah. To have this sequence where they're, they're kind of heart sore and angry with each other. It, it would be better if they're both more obviously heart sore. Because what's... Amy's yeah, trying to... play pro- it deeper. There's Amy's something- trying to protect Molly. From yes. finding out that Nick is is interested in this in this other girl, yeah, and she's she's upset because she also like this girl who's who is interested in Nick, but it doesn't feel deep enough for the 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 fight they have, right? Like to the problem is her relationship with Nick, yeah, just happened a second ago. That's right. So it's not a deep thing that's no, been no, soaking no. through the soul. Maybe yeah. it has, and the, you know they set up that you know you've always had a crush on Nick, and you deny it. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But then the other relationship is like, well, I have sort of a crush on this girl. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. But but this is the first time there's ever been anything so yeah. that oh no, the person that you just connected with, yeah, it's not happening. So yeah. your relationship, honestly, is like both of you is about ten minutes old. Both of you, this relationship, yeah, both. Yeah. Um. So it's like okay, and it just feels too sitcommy at this point. Mm. That that scene. But the actual fight isn't about that. The actual fight nope. they get into is about the fact that Amy isn't going away for the summer. That's right. That's isn't going where away that for the gets summer. Revealed. Because through the, the that's the bigger secret that through the film. Well, I guess we'll just kind of through the film. Sure. Everyone knows who's watching. I assume that you, if you're watching a spoiler filled show, you've already seen the movie. But Amy, I'm not. I'm sure people are listening to this, going like, <laughs> "Should I see this?" And maybe you should. Amy. Has this a dream of going to Africa to to work with uh, people, help women make, help women uh, make feminine uh, hygiene products? Yeah, yeah. She's, so she has this which which they kind of say is almost a joke off the top. Then they go, no, lions will attack yeah. if they're bleeding. This is actually something important. It's going to save lives. Yeah. Like oh, okay, and I I like that they did that. Where mm-hmm. it's like, haha, oh what? oh, this no, is an no, actual that's, thing. That's actually a real thing. Yeah, oh, that's a good thing. point. Okay. And so, but it's been talked about as if she's going to go there for the summer. Right. So then she and Molly can start their school tracks right. and be you know going through school at the same time, graduating at the same time, and they can continue living their lives in each other's pockets. But no, Amy's changing this. Amy has. Made the decision to go for a year to Africa, right? And is now has not had the courage. Has to not tell had the courage her. to tell Molly until this moment when they're angry with each other. She brings it up, and that's the betrayal for Molly. And so I, I, I agree with you. You know, but films. Let's face it, all films have a bit of formula to them because yeah, you know, there's a one, two, three act structure, and we have to have this, this is happen, the problem. Da, da, da. This is where it feels like to me, like, and a lot of times <laughs> in movies, I'm like, I really enjoy the second act in a movie. Yeah. Because the second act in a movie, everyone gets to be themselves. You don't have to set up anything. Yeah. You don't have to pay off anything. Yeah. We can just have the characters doing stuff mm-hmm. and we're going to enjoy ourselves. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. But then you get into the third act and it's like, okay, 
So everyone's got to have an arc. If the Chekhov's gun has to come out. Right. So uh, Jessica Williams, meanwhile, in the background, is hooking up with uh, with a guy. Yeah. Uh, the rich guy has a conversation with Molly where he, uh, you see how sad he is that uh, people think that he was with a prostitute. And he's yeah. like, I've never been with anybody. So he yeah. like, opens his heart yeah. uh, to her and they kind of, and they, they bond in a, in a yeah. sweet way there. Too. And even, he even sweetens the character of the kooky girl as well into yeah. someone that, you know, that she is there for me and I'm there for her. Like we have a close relationship with each yeah. other. Yeah. I'm and, not judging her. I'm just there for her. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, that is nice. And you know, there are friends of yours that are like that, that you're like, this person I know is a real mess, but you know, they're still my friend. Yeah. How can you be friends with that person? Cause they're my friend. Yeah. They just are. Yeah. And that's what it is. So, uh, that's the blow up and, uh, oh, all right. Well, there we go. Uh, and, uh, Molly goes on a long walk, uh, and is, is pulled over by, uh, triple A. And <laughs> yeah. that's where we get the reveal, uh, you know, uh, where, uh, you know, that, uh, her background and like, yes, it happened. You say pulled over, she gets picked up picked by AAA. Up by, sorry, not pulled over by AAA. Yes. Doing her, what she likes to do, which is give people roadside assistance. <laughs> That's true. She's a, she's a nice person. Yes. She's a nice person. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they have their own bonding thing. Everyone gets a bonding moment, yeah. which is nice. Meanwhile, Amy ends up in the bath, in the bathroom. Right. With the mean girl. The mean girl who we were introduced to, we didn't mention, of course, but we were introduced to earlier, this very sarcastic girl that we all knew in school, the sarcastic girl right. who's always saying mean things to you. Right. And cutting you down, but probably secretly liked you. Yeah. Because you don't uh, do that to someone you don't care about. Yeah. And so... They end up uh, getting a little, uh, getting it on a little bit. Yeah, it's nice. Good scene there. It is until uh, she gets thrown up on yes. by Amy. Amy gets sick because she's been, she's had drugs. Yep. Some food and, and some nerves. alcohol. And nerves. And, and it's her very first time. It's her very first time with a girl. Yeah. She was she was trying to get tips from uh, porn, which is <laughs> not how you do it. No. That is not the way to go. I like that they established that there's no such thing as scissoring. She said, yeah, that's that's what they that's what they Which I first learned in Orange is the New Black. Did they say there was or they said there wasn't? There wasn't. Oh, there's good. no such thing as scissoring in that film. Okay. Except in the film Edward Scissorhands, which is a very different thing. Um, <laughs> that's where you... I was going to say that's where you trim bushes. Wait a second, that also sounds bad. <laughs> Any holiday who there's nothing you can say anymore that doesn't sound bad. Let's oh, that's it. absolutely true. So, uh, so uh, it all goes badly there, and uh, uh, the mean girl is disgusted. They uh, get tells her to get dressed and get out. Yeah, and it's humiliating, and everyone now is at rock bottom. Rock bottom. It's a weird place for rock bottom because we're at the end of the movie. <laughs> right now, Amy uh, ends up getting uh, arrested. Yes, the police raid the party. That's right. And Amy, she she uses the distraction. Amy acts as the distraction, and everyone else gets gets to run away. I guess through the backyard because it makes sense too for Amy because she's the political one. That's she's right. the activist. She's the one who's going to like mm-hmm. go up against the cops. Yeah, and she's going to protect people because that's what she does. Yeah, yeah, good for her. Yeah, and yeah, she gets arrested. So nice little scene with her getting into the car. Mm. Yeah, yes, yeah, so you're making me want to watch this movie again. Uh, and so yeah, she gets arrested, and I guess we. It's the same night. Does Molly go the same night? Yeah, she has to yeah. because because graduation the next day. Because graduation the next day, yes. And so she goes to the to the jail to get to get her. And of course, they have a nice jail scene. They have a great scene. jail scene. And Molly basically trades information to get Amy out of jail because what Molly and Amy didn't know was how lucky they were to not be killed by a local strangler who's been operating, yeah. who is the pizza delivery guy. Now, yeah, that was confusing me because I went to the bathroom. But <laughs> now that you're saying this, yeah. I guess I guess the way I'm taking it is 
this is a guy that murders people. Yeah. And, this other thing. and they were both frustrating because they were too easy. Yeah. And it was right. just like, you're not making this. Yeah, yeah. I, what are you I, doing? I can't stalk you. I can't stalk you if you're like coming up to me. <laughs> you can't just show me your number. Yeah. You know, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm a professional. Yeah. Oh, I have some. Prof- get out. You're <laughs> yeah. ruining it for me. Yeah, yeah. Which is a very dark. Like, see, there, there's one of those things that's like, this is now very surreal and very dark. And yeah. that to me then does really work for this kind of thing yeah it's a very well done uh right. twist in the film I in think. a yeah. in a movie that wasn't as low-key as this there would have been a lot more vomit in the previous scene too mm. you know but they just enough it's realistic enough. I it's just realistic movie, and it's small yeah. that's the thing mm-hmm. when you've got people diving off of uh, uh you know yachts yeah it feels like it's a different movie and yeah. miraculously appearing at different parties yeah i do like that okay i'm okay with that so uh they're uh, they're he- they head to the graduation. The rich guy is uh, taking Molly's place, or, or like covering for her. Until yes, and she she's dri- and Amy's driving his car. And it's a funny scene where he's reading her speech, which is all about being a proud yeah. woman. Yeah. And the patriarchy is dead. It's also fun watching Amy drive this uh, over super supercharged uh, Trans Am. Yes. Uh, trying to get to the thing and just absolutely terrified as she's driving. Yeah, that's good. It's, it's great. good screamy scene. It's it all fun. good. Again, it's in the trailer. They shouldn't have put it in the trailer because uh, it makes it look like it is super bad. Like mm. that looks like that. I know. It, once again, uh, um, Hollywood has forgotten how to market films. Yes, it has. Yeah. It has forgotten. I don't know how you market this one. I don't know how you do it. Well, you market it to women and they making it look like it's super bad. They marketed it to men. And that is the wrong audience because guess who will go to movies with girls? Guys will go to movies with girls. Guys will see this movie. They'll realize how great it is. They'll tell other guys that it's okay. Good. Can I can I get a movie that's like that? That's done well. That's not Thelma and Louise. Like what's what's the movie? That's that's that well, movie. There, that you're there's not been movies like this. this that's is, the problem. Like you're saying it like, yeah. well, here's how you do it. But I'm just saying. But they did. But you don't know that that's how you do it. But they didn't try it. But they didn't try it. No, but they didn't try it. But that doesn't mean that would work. Okay. Like what, okay, the, what but, they're doing is they're they're marketing it like a movie that worked. Which is what they yeah, do. Yeah, but they market it to the wrong people then. Mm, maybe. Because that movie worked for teenage boys. Maybe. But they didn't know who you this You don't one market a teenage girl movie for teenage boys. Mm. Like, teenage boys aren't going to go to see a movie with girls in it. That's just a fact. Because teenage know. boys are dumb, well, awkward I don't think they enemies. have the fact of like what gets teenage girls to see a movie about teenage girls. I don't know what... You got to tell me a movie that's like that. Well, with the exception of something like A Twilight. That's like, uh, you know, that's... Yeah. Or, or a Hunger Games. Yeah. Uh, that's that's like, not a genre movie, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. not a genre movie. I don't know what the movie is that you would compare this to. Well, but, I mean, isn't that the problem, though, is that we're talking about a film that's, in a in a way, it's a kind of a, a one-off thing that's not been done before. This yep. is the first time people have tried to make a f- film f- about women, you know, women's experience or girls' experiences in high school yeah. and girls' experiences... Uh, being outsiders, girls' experiences, trying to fit in, girls' right. experience. This is the first without one. any without any out and out stars with yeah. someone who you've seen as fifth uh, comedy relief. Yeah, yeah. In other movies, sure. Um, with character actors, mm-hmm. all of who are good, that you would go like, oh yeah, I seem to remember that person from that one Netflix thing. Yeah. So that's a tough that's a tough sell any day of the week. Sure. So when they when people were saying like it's a it's a shame that this didn't do better. I don't know. I don't know what gets people out to a theater. But, but let's get to the end of the movie, and then we can like we're doing we're doing we're the doing, we're, we're doing, doing the forensic up. dissection too too soon. Right. So uh, so yeah, uh, you've got the rich guy doing the speech. The car pull. By the way, I liked everyone's reaction to it. Was like a little confused, but like uh, delighted. Yeah, yeah. No one's being mean. No one's yeah. heckling him. Everyone's like, oh, yeah. good for him. Yeah. And then the car pulls up. Uh, Molly comes out, gives him a big kiss, which is very sweet. Yeah. Um, she goes up. 
does a does a does a nice speech and uh yeah it's all it's all it's all great big cheers and a nice woo yeah you know it's uh where, it's, 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 and it's, also, where, it's where stripes should have ended and instead they go uh that's right mm, this yeah. movie doesn't go to italy yeah. which also makes it great and uh the other great thing about her speech is that she her her experiences of the last day and night have changed her absolutely and so she sort of extempor- extemporizes this uh, short speech which basically says i didn't know you but i wish i did yeah and you know it's it's a great uh and this says i think you're all great and it's yeah it's yeah, that's really it's nice. It's a really good ending. Yeah, to the film. and uh, but it's not the ending. Ending. The, the ending, ending. 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 Ending is at the airport. Uh, Molly is dropping off Amy, yeah. and they're saying their goodbyes, getting yeah. the number, getting everything. Everything seems like it's, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. But there's things not being said. Yes, there's the tension. What's the game? In their the inability air. to talk to each other. And it's really sweet because it's like you would think like the very we've just had a very outrageous scene. Yeah, you know, prison and cars and yeah. crazy humor. Yeah. and now we're minimalizing things as much as possible we're just in a car it's just two of them yeah and they're not driving crazy it's just yeah just so quiet just going to the airport and they're just everything is what's not said yeah and then amy gets out of the car and they, you expect there's gonna be something but it's nope. okay it's just there you go and yeah. bye and then uh amy jumps in front of the car and goes do you want to go for pancakes and fuck yeah and uh, they go for pancakes and it's it's great yeah it's a really really nice ending yeah they have a really really good film and i yeah. Just to go back to the, how do you promote a film like this? My, How do you solve a problem like Maria? How do you solve a problem? I mean, I'm not saying what I'm saying is surefire, but what I'm saying is I think that what they did was sure flop, you know. Which is what? To market it the wrong way. Like, just market it as super bad. It's not a super bad movie. Eh, it's a, super bad was a success, and I think it's it's close. You know, it's close in that it's like, it's two friends, Yeah. you know. Um, you could see comparisons, and why not? Try to be get into the slipstream of, uh, you know, a popular movie. Yeah. Like that. But a 10-year-old popular movie. That's fine. It, is, it feels like... I mean, they're still... Uh, Jonah Hill's still doing stuff. I know Jonah People, Hill's still doing stuff, but I mean... is this, Seth, uh, Seth Rogen's is still this, doing stuff. Bill Hader's still doing stuff. They're all still in the in people's mind's eye. People know Superbad. You got to compare the film to something. You can't just go, what's the film about? It's about two friends on the last day of school. Okay, okay that sounds like an art house movie. Yeah. Am I seeing an art house movie? Because it's not being marketed as an art house movie. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's a mainstream well, it's not, movie. It's not an art house movie. It's no, not, it's, it's not, but that sounds like an art house movie. So if it's not, is it a broad comedy? Is it a, is it a big, broad comedy with a lot of yeah. big, huge laughs and gross out humor? Or what? Is it a very smart comedy? Is that yeah, what it is? It's a smart comedy. I would with say. a lot of heart to it? Sure. Okay. Hmm. That sounds like I'm going to watch it on uh, Netflix <laughs> later then. Thanks. I don't think All I'm right. going to go to the theater probably. Yeah. To to spend sixteen dollars a person and plus snacks yeah. and plus parking probably a babysitter. Oh, you you only go to the VIP, eh? No, my movies are sixteen dollars. A VIP is like twenty dollars, more than that. Wow. You, okay, yeah. it's not sixteen dollars where I where I go to the movies. Where where do you go to the movies? Uh, in Langley. Okay, so how much? Is I just think movie? it's weird that you're paying that much for how movies. much is a, how much is a movie? Well, seventeen dollars to go to VIP. Is it? Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't, you maybe don't pay. You don't pay. Buy tickets. Okay. Someone doesn't buy tickets here, everyone. No. If you go to see um, a regular film, I think it's twelve ninety nine. Uh huh. And then it's fourteen ninety nine for for three D. Uh huh. Is that correct? I don't know. I, I'm trying. I'm. I okay. I'm. I'm interested in seeing what movies. Okay. Cost now. <laughs> okay. Uh, but no, you. you I'm not keep, saying they're cheap. You keep, they're not. You keep vamping, man, and we'll see. Okay, just I gonna... just, I just think that, I I just think that 
you, what you're saying, like the idea that they had to sell um, Back to the Future, like how did how did they sell Back to the Future? I mean, that's a high concept movie. That's oh, here's how they sold. Ba- no, here's how you sell Back to the Future. Yeah. Um. Hey, you know the number one TV show, Family Ties. Okay. That guy from Family Ties is the lead guy oh, okay. in this. Uh, is that also, why they kicked Eric Stoltz out of the film? I'm not, I'm not sure, okay. but like everyone loved Michael J. Fox, so there was no no problem there. Yeah, yeah. Also, it's a time travel, uh, you know, comedy. Yeah, that's fine. We get mm. that. We're gonna do that. Hmm. Oh yes. man, I wish I knew what movie, what how much movie tickets cost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here here we see the. Uh... Yeah, it's asking me to like enter all this information. I'm like, I'm not entering all this information. But I do buy a lot. I want to just go into that box and just look at how much movie theater. You're you're lowballing what a VIP uh, ticket is for sure. Oh, for I, sure. Okay. Yeah. If you say so. You know, I I do say so. We'll uh we'll look we'll look it up afterwards and and and, okay. and, and see. Um, but I I mean this to me feels like this would have been a very successful Netflix film. Okay. And this is all people who you would see on Netflix. Yeah. And this would have been fine on Netflix, but because it was a mainstream movie, and I like that they tried it as a mainstream movie. Yeah. But I don't think there's any sin. In them not uh, breaking into you know the top five yeah. that weekend because oh yeah no I don't I mean you just what you hope for a film like this is that it make it makes back some of its it you know doubles its its uh, cost because I don't think it was a very expensive film to make either mm-hmm. like you say there's no real big stars in it it's uh, there's not huge you know there's no CGI in it there's not huge elements of there's not huge expenses to this film right you know? so it's uh, Oh, you're Ian's still trying to find out ticket prices. I know. Unfortunately, he just <laughs> keeps asking me, asking me how much uh, you know uh, all this information. I'm like, I'm not giving you my credit card. Oh. Anyway, uh, here here's our question to you: How do you market a film like this? Uh, I mean, John Wick. What is it? It's more John Wick. That's that's how you sell it. <laughs> that more people should have seen this, and Crazy. I think more people will see it when it does end up on a Netflix yeah. or a streaming. Yeah. And I think it's going to definitely get a cult following, and people people are going to like it when they do see it. Sure. This is a good word of mouth movie. Unfortunately, you don't get more than one opening weekend. But like, why does every movie have to be uh, an insane blockbuster movie? I don't know how much this movie cost. But yeah. Probably not to the moon. It doesn't have huge stars. It's got a first-time director. Yeah, They're, it's probably going to be fine, mm-hmm. and it was fine, and it was a good film, and, and we would recommend that you uh, mm-hmm. that you go and see it. But it's not going to be blah. It's going to be ah. <laughs> oh. And those are my my favorite films. I mean, you know, when I put my top ten movies, about one of the movies in there always is Bar- the movie Barcelona, which is a romantic comedy, a rom com, mm-hmm. or Rocco if you prefer. And it's you know, it is very low key. It is not a huge laugh out there's no one throwing up on anybody there's it's a very okay so here's how much movies cost okay um adults you're right it's 13 dollars for uh it's 12.99 for uh for a for a cineplex uh yeah. ticket yeah so there we go i mean it's still expensive let's not i mean it's well, it's expensive to us the same way it's expensive for me to go to value village nowadays and buy a book in, in the a used book for six dollars mm-hmm. and i'm outraged i'm like well, why come they're not a dollar anymore so uh you know it's uh, just you know maybe to people maybe to, to to kids who are going to movies though who, yeah. this is the only price they've ever known they don't go how come it's not two fifty Tuesdays anymore they're just how come but it's- to but to them why not watch it on TV oh or, yeah you for know, sure why not when you, oh, you again know, well, we live in a world we live in a world element. of infinite choice uh, infinite yeah. you know th- things well so it would be I think it'd be a good date movie for a guy to take a girl to if you took a, if a guy took or a girl, a girl movie, or a girl to take a girl to or a, or a guy to take a guy to. sure. But you're gonna be the you're gonna make a you're gonna they're gonna be very impressed with you for taking them to see this movie. They <laughs> okay, are very good. Okay, it's true. All I mean, right. you could go to see 
Avengers Endgame, they're not going to be impressed with you for taking them to Avengers Endgame. Everyone's going to see Avengers Endgame. That's true. You know, it doesn't show any kind of taste to go see Avengers Endgame. But it does show. How dare you? It does show good taste to go to see a book movie like Booksmart. Yeah, it takes a, it, because you know what it does. It takes a it takes a risk. You know, it's like oh, this might be good. This might be bad. Yeah, Who knows? It shows discernment. You know, if you're doing what everyone else is doing, it's undiscerning. But if you do something that's a little off, a little off the beaten path, you are showing discernment. That's impressive. So you're making you're doing an impressive thing as a date movie. Okay. But apparently, you know, girls don't want to go see a movie that looks like a gross out comedy. Or on opening weekend, who knows? You or know? opening weekend. I don't know what it's doing now. It's you know, it could be doing great. I don't know. Eh, and it's yeah. gonna this movie gets the ultimate compliment for me right now, which is it won't play in China. Oh, that's true. Because it'll never play in China. That's true. They'd have to cut out half the film for it to play in China. Of, because of all the gay scenes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, let us know what you think. Uh you know, uh this uh, movies can do like for a movie like this, it's got a lot of heart, that's funny. How does this kind of film get seen? What's the, what what yeah. did they do wrong marketing wise that they could have done right? And how would people let yeah. us know that? Dave? Bring back the nineties, everyone. If you'd like to contact us, you can do so in the following way. We have a, I guess our flagship podcast is called Sneaky Dragon. You, most of you probably know that, but if some don't, that's what we uh, that's where we that's regularly where we appear. Flag. That's right, where we put our flag. That's right, and. So you can go to the sneakydragon.com, our website, and you can find the Fan Spanners episodes there. And you are more than welcome to comment. We love to read them. You can also contact us via email, which is sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. We have a Facebook page. It's Sneaky Dragon. You're welcome to contact us there. You will see our Fan Spanners episodes in Facebook. You can follow, you can uh, like Sneaky Dragon, and it will regularly post there. And we're also on Twitter, sneaky underscore dragon. Follow Sneaky underscore dragon, and you will also see our when our shows uh, post and you are more than welcome to listen to our abundant variety of shows that we have done and are doing at this time true if you give us a review that helps people to find us we appreciate that that's right we can also, you can also find us on itunes that's right and uh and we're also uh, on uh, patreon if you feel so inclined then we can go see more, more movies that's right that's and right. also, you could recommend movies for us to go see as well. Oh, that'd be great as well, yeah. Especially if they're new to the theater. Please recommend movies, because I would love to. Because uh, we want to hear about more stuff as well. Yep, for We're sure. We're new to this whole thing. We don't, uh, you know, this is this is new. Nude? Yes, it's nude. Oh, we right. do this all in the nude. And that's, I don't know why we did. Uh, we thought that would <laughs> might. I don't know if that helps or hurts. That's right. But we're trying to get that outrageous, super bad audience. That's right. That's what yeah. we're doing. Now I'm going to do a whole bunch of crazy drugs and get into a police car Uh-oh. with Seth Rogen. Oh, great. My favorite movie. I know. The only time I met Seth Rogen, he was 13. It's just not, it's not a cool, well, it was pretty cool. He was doing stand-up. It was pretty cool <laughs> back then. His mom was cooler because she would take him to stand-up shows and let him do stand-up. That was pretty cool. He had a cool mom. Still does. She's still around. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Well, that, I, I started that with note, a Keanu Reeves story and I ended yeah. with a Seth Rogen story. All right. There we go. Let's let the show just... Stop there. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. for what? Because of a puppy? Wasn't just a puppy.